Hello out there. Welcome back to Table Talk Discussion and Discourse. Or, welcome for the first time. Who knows? I am your host, Alejo, a.k.a. Radon95. I am your second host, Sneaky Adolf. Mm. <clears throat> <clears throat> <clears throat> yes, that. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm your third okay. host, Boo. <laughs> okay. I see we're taking that approach. Yeah. <laughs> I somehow felt it coming. <laughs> like, over the past couple days, and I was like, nah, surely that won't happen. No. No, surely not. So, um, yeah, before we get into today's uh, affairs, um... Yeah. Few few things, positive things, in fact, mm-hmm. um, very positive things, due to our resident third host, mm. um, this this man <laughs> over here, potty mm-hmm. mouth, mm-hmm. this mm-hmm. Uh, yeah yeah, this fucker, this 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 man child, yes, yeah, this guy, uh, he uh, has brought us a bunch of new uh, people, and hey, yes. welcome everyone, our, welcome. Our uh, viewership has. Uh, I think it's Deca quintupled. I think so. Yeah. Um, so wait, we were at eighteen. Yeah, what did we're go at. Up to? Oh, we're at two seventy six. Oh, I'm sorry, two seventy six. It was two seventy five when I looked at the other. God damn. Oh, second. Yeah. So oh, that is a fifteen point three 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 repeating, of course, percent. Ah, <laughs> uh-huh. it is. Uh, it is quite quite phenomenal, and mm. quite happy about it. I hope um, people continue to listen and enjoy. Um, mm. And, uh, so, so there's that, which is pretty fucking cool. Mm. Um, secondly, we got our first little bit of criticism coming in, um, mm-hmm. which I shared with these boys when it came in. Yes. Um, now I reached out, uh, and was like, Hey, do you mind if we, you know, name drop and read it, you know, and just kind of respond to oh. it and stuff mm-hmm. just to, just to make sure. Right. Mm. Um, didn't get a response. Uh, so at this point I won't say name, um, Mm. and we'll just go over the criticism in general. Um, Mm. but yes, so, uh, we got our first little bit here that went to the, and you can email in to tabletalkdnd at gmail.com for your criticism. I'm eating food, by the way. I apologize for the noise. Anyway, (laughs) you're, you're fine. Um, so, or you can leave a comment, whatever, you know, we'll look at them. Um, and, uh, the, the, or person, will we? no, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> the individual in question, um, admitted to not having watched a full podcast, but felt that, uh, there was a lot of swearing, uh, that was going on enough to drag down our, uh, our discussion, make it a lot harder to, uh, kind of parse what we were talking about. And, mm. uh, and of course not saying you know we should like completely hold back and mm. be more g rating or anything like that it was just yep. that you know uh yep. they felt I that t- they- i take full responsibility for that because well, at the time mm-hmm. um i was talking about a subject that made me very very angry at sure. a very visceral level yeah, so sure. i apologize for that all behind that it's yeah true so um, yes he he yeah. did uh, specifically mention boo ranting about uh the guy hitting on the duke's wife um mm-hmm. i don't remember which one that was from uh 
because at the moment I am coffee addled, caffeine addled, in fact, and my brain does not work that well. Um, <laughs> but uh, I, I'm sure we've like I've done it too. Like we we all fucking swear, yeah. and I just did it right. Like yeah. I didn't think about it really. It's yeah, just, it just kind of happens. It's just part of how I talk. It's part of how we all kind of talk, and mm. um, I figured we address it a little bit before yes. going on too much farther um personally uh i'm not gonna promise anything yeah. <laughs> in the sense of uh stopping or uh having less of it happen because i can't do that i just can't yeah. um since <clears throat> what fucking oh, 2014 yeah uh, it's just become a way of speaking mm, um, yeah same actually yeah yeah because so uh, there's at the same time for me as well yeah yeah there is a um you can and you can look this up there are uh, i forget exactly how many it was i think it was five mm-hmm. there are five different kinds of swearing sure at least in english it's uh emphatic swearing um social swearing mm-hmm. um Oh, descriptive swearing, I think mm-hmm. it is, and then uh, cathartic swearing, and then there's one more that I can't remember. Yeah, okay. Cathartic swearing is like, oh my god, that fucking hurt. You know, right, you say yeah. it, you say it, and it helps. It, wouldn't, wouldn't that be more descriptive? Well, it, 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 I mean, I assume he's talking about like a release of like the tension of like the pain or yes. something that you're feeling. Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah. Or right. if, or if you get really angry and you yell fuck, you know, right? Yeah, that's exactly. that's cathartic. That's a better example. Mm-hmm. And social swearing is just, and it's kind of what we do usually, mm-hmm. where we don't swear because we really mean anything by it. It's just because that this is the podcast is just kind of a space where we can let loose and just say whatever we want, yeah, without fear of any reprisal. <laughs> because in this circle, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. you know, what, between between us, I mean, right? Okay. You know, none of us are going to call each other out for bad language or anything, because for us, this is a this is a space where we're like, we're all cool here. We can say whatever we want. (laughs) That's why, like, off off podcast, we're even worse (laughs) (laughs) Like when we're off playing games and it's just us. Dude, we're way worse at times. You don't want to play games with us (laughs) or you do or maybe you do. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, um. That's that's more what it is. Sure. Unless it's clear that we're angry, then then it's more uh, the other one. Like uh, and I don't I, remember. I was, <laughs> well, yeah, I was I was going to say um, I understand the the criticism. Obviously, mm-hmm. um, I I will fully admit that yes, it becomes harder to understand what somebody's saying when they just start going like fucking shit like fucking you, like yeah. fuck, you know it's, fuck. it's it's like the scene from uh the boondock saints where okay. wherein like the two guys go and they clear out the room and then the the third character who exists uh to be the foil essentially to mm-hmm. the other two straight men is like oh what just just fucking fuck uh <laughs> and then like he he goes around on a t- Tirade, and then one of them's mm-hmm. like, "Well, it certainly, uh, what was it? Certainly emphasizes the variability of the word, or right? Something like that. Yeah, that's right. I remember that. Oh man, that's another. In- that's actually completely off topic. That's a very interesting thing about the word fuck. It has the most uses, uh, like types of uses of, and then any other word in the English language. Is that a is definitive that fact, or is that something you're making up on the spot? No, nope, that's something. That's a definitive fact. 
Oh. Like, wow. it can be used... Um, Is it like Buffalo? Yes, it's like that. Okay, gotcha. And police. Right, okay, interesting. It's well, very weird. Uh, I will do no fact-checking, but I hear that fact-checking is happening. Yeah, I hear the fact-checking, too. <laughs> I can't say a goddamn thing without being like, oh, Mr. Chemist Scientist over here. Gotta hey, also be an English hey, professor. Fact-checking is a way of life. It's mm. fair. It, um, it's just the problem is that it makes my life harder. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, my, my initial thought, right, was the word the. Oh, um, uh-huh. Oh, okay. And oh, no, no. What I mean is, yeah, it has the most definitions. But what that's I, what, I, yeah, yeah. But when I looked up what word in English has the most uses, uh, a Google chart for 100 most common words came up, and the was number one. Oh yeah, no, no. <laughs> what I mean is, um, as not most interpretations, that right. not how many, not how many times it's used, the yes. different ways it can be used in a sentence. Yes, it's interpretations. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, but, uh, yeah. So, that's, that's that. Um, Aiden, I know you had, uh... Yes. Um, I actually have a couple thoughts on the matter, and I will basically be rereading through what I said in the Discord channel to you guys to also, uh, inform the listeners, but, um... I think uh, I more or less agree with the comment uh, mm-hmm. to a, a limited extent. Uh, swearing is part of how I communicate. However, it would be inaccurate for me to say that uh, I swearing is how I do all of my communication. There are mm. people that I definitely don't swear like yeah. at all around. Oh, sure. Um, with very, very rare exception. Um so like i will probably uh at least personally try to cut back on it somewhat because i i do think that the points that we make here are good ones Mm -hmm. and uh, i would personally hate for someone uh or even multiple someones to miss out on the points we make because they feel that the swearing bogs it down Mm -hmm. um i think that the the overall uh, hopeful bettering of the TTRPG community is more important than my comfortability with vocabulary. Uh, <laughs> as such, I will personally make an effort to decrease it. Um, no promises. Uh, it's not going to be perfect, and of course, it will be a process. Hmm. Um, but I will try to limit it. Also, because... Um, going back to like oh won't someone think of the kids mm. um we are a mature podcast mm, we've yes. never made any attempt to market ourselves as being kid friendly mm-hmm. however i do think that making ourselves i guess not quite uh <laughs> how to put this despite still remaining a mature podcast, making ourselves, I guess, a bit more acceptable to a younger audience uh, through avoiding excessive swearing can help burgeoning new DMs. Oh, oh, I feel the broken. Oh, ouch, ouch, ouch. I feel the broken. (laughs) And 
yeah, and that's why I even mentioned in uh in my comment, I'm mm-hmm. like, I do agree with what Brogan says, and mm. that uh new DMs that are looking for new influences on how to uh DM, uh I I don't want their first and only option to be taking twenty. No, absolutely yeah, not. No. No shots against Cody, but, but... quite a few things that I disagree with. Many people. And I, I would like there to be a more, uh, a broader selection available. Oh, sure. Now that you mention that, I did actually have an idea. And this hmm. came about because of this whole thing. Okay. Since we're going to, if we are going to be trying to make ourselves a bit more accessible to a general audience and not sure. just all the fuck boys um uh i was thinking what if we add on like not only do we have like the podcast Mm -hmm. and the campaign Mm -hmm. how about we add on a segment where it's like we talk about how we would run a game i was actually thinking of something yeah so like we just add on this new thing that we can do whenever it's like part one character building and like oh like actually have a dedicated video series on yeah that's um, actually about getting started. Oh, okay. Oh, because maybe, I know for, or, I know for a like fact a... that I got a comment on the video that I released on my channel yeah. where I was like, "Oh man, I was wondering where you were. Uh, I'll be sure to tune in. I've always been wanting to get into D and D, and maybe this right. is where I'll get my start." Okay. So I'm like, "Okay, okay, maybe we should do something like yeah, that." Yeah, it is true. Sometimes it... uh, what we have to say for that kind of thing is buried within like the, the, the yeah. podcast. Yeah, and I understand. I like. I would. I mean, everyone listens to the entire thing, right? Like, mm, that's, of course, that's yes. nobody skims. Nobody no, skims. Absolutely not. And um, definitely don't look at the numbers and see arrows that are pointing down. Um, and so, so yeah, no. Um, maybe maybe we could try to make a twenty-minute or maybe thirty-minute like little mini thing. Um, yeah, I mean, future. it would be kind of like Seth Skorkowski's video, where he basically sure. just goes over the rules. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, um, that that was actually sort of very similar to uh, a lot of our earlier videos, too, where we discussed, like, uh, the Mercer effect, like, mm-hmm. why D&D is for everybody, and mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll yeah. be coming to, back to that point mm-hmm. later tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> we will. And, uh, you know, things like how to be better at role-playing, how to write villains, stuff yes. like that. So I mean, that, that is something that we do already touch yeah, exactly. on. Yeah. And, of course, all of our loyal listeners listen to the whole thing. Exactly. For, for our listeners on the go who maybe only have a half an hour commute but don't want to, uh, you know, lose out, then hmm. perhaps a, a, a an annotated version or – not annotated that's the completely wrong word for that cliff noted um yeah you, yeah so yeah. um a condensed there that's <clears throat> yeah that's the word condensed um yeah uh definitely so this is this is part of um uh, what i wanted to talk about as well just as a, a good point uh before we begin like the actual um point of this uh, podcast itself, mm-hmm. or this episode, excuse me, is that um, basically uh, I'm figuring like this is going to be the start of season two, right? Oh, because, I mean, it's an arbitrary thing, right? <laughs> but <laughs> we've done 21 episodes so far, and we're kind of getting into this newer um, era of now branching out more. 
Um, <laughs> new <kind> era. Of, <laughs> well, you know what I mean. I know. <laughs> uh, the, we're we're going through we're going through the changes of trying to branch out a little bit more, and so um, having yes. the having started and now get, getting into like making a whole nother series, like. Sure, guys. I'll do more editing. Oh, oh no, no. I'm, I'm not saying a, a new series, but like mm-hmm. just devote the first half hour of a podcast to something. Yeah, no, I get that. But then uh, I will like take those bites and make them their own like thing as well, right? Like, I feel like it'll it'll be a good little um, side kind of playlist, I guess. That yeah. will that will be for those and i mean it's not like we have to do it like oh we have the podcast and other stuff on tuesday and then we have it on wednesday and then thursday you don't have to no i know i know just choose a night where it's like okay let's do this for like 30 minutes and then cut and then do the podcast no absolutely i'm 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 more just you know being over dramatic i suppose well then calm your shit down (laughs) uh alternatively i think Mm -hmm. it would perhaps be uh, a good approach to when we review a video and of course uh, this is where it's now reaching into speculations on where we should take the podcast sure. that probably could be outside of the podcast but hey <laughs> you've already brought it up we're, we're doing it live uh-huh. um well, not live <laughs> but not live but uh yeah. well no Fair i'm enough. streaming this boo uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> um what we could do is we decide like the videos for the week and then uh spend our time thinking um of like what we can do to fill up a half hour segment on sure. thoughts about the subject so say for instance oh, in okay. source channel we have uh the best classes for new players uh right. to, dungeons, yeah. Yeah, to dungeons and dragons 5e by dungeon dudes right, right, right. The, oh god it is on the docket and we could then take a half an hour and give our own opinions on the best new classes and why, mm-hmm. um, and then watch the video, which will then not only allow us to get our thoughts out there and mm-hmm. make probably predictions on what will be said. And then as, bets, of course. <laughs> as as does seem to be the case whenever we watch XP to level 3 and taking 20. Yeah. We, we, we say something and then yep. five minutes later they say it. It's um, true. Yeah, we could do that, and it would give us a chance to give our thoughts on an area and allow the video when we watch it to be more cohesive. That way we're not pausing every second and a half like EFAP. Yeah, well, yeah. Um, fair enough. Um, yeah, I was I was starting to think of um, perhaps doing something along those lines just to, like, preface it, I guess, um, and hopefully do something there. Um, but... Uh yeah, that that's definitely in the cards. We'll talk more about that, I suppose, um, later on. Uh, but uh, since we're on the subject, um, might as well put this out there as well. Um, I well, actually, no, I'll I'll leave that to when we're talking things, talking shop later. Um, but uh, let's see. Is there anything a, else? A closed door conversation. You guys <laughs> so curious about what we'll be talking about. Yeah. <laughs> Subscribe to our Patreon <laughs> and find <Yeah>. out. <laughs> um, <laughs> ugh. <laughs> um, so, yeah. You can find our OnlyFans. No, at Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Give me out. Um, I think. 
<laughs> I started this thing. I can just end it right now, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, I think that's that's everything that I was thinking of for positive things, like overwhelmingly positive things uh, mm. that have been going now on. Now to the negative things. Well, no. unfortunately, uh. yes. Uh, today. <sighs> well, oh, I need to get the watch together. <laughs> oh, don't. Yeah, we're not uh, starting not, there. Not don't yet. worry. But oh, yeah. No, oh. yeah, we'll get there. Oh. Um, but first, uh, this was brought to our attention a little while ago. Um, mm. And uh, Wizards of the Coast have <sighs> put out... Yes, they can do no wrong, obviously, and they have put out um, plans for uh, the future. Now, uh, is this uh, in the source channel? Which one are you talking about? Uh, I will link yes. it to you. Oh, uh, okay. It's dnd.wizards.com uh, one, right? Yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll just put that there. Uh, okay. Uh, oh, wait, oh, so it's this one, the one that we were reading before. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Yes. Uh, do you guys mind if I spearhead this one? Sure, if you would like. I have multiple thoughts on it. Absolutely. Okay. Um, <laughs> well, first, before before we get into thoughts, right, let's at least summarize what the article is about. Yes. Um, this was put out uh, on the 17th. Uh, this was only a few days ago for us um, at time of recording. And um, they, yeah, they uh, are now going to basically retcon a bunch of things because racism as well as um inclusivity uh yeah. as well as fucking making everything the same uh yep. so that nobody feels uh, any sort of biases or anything and like it it's a whole it's an interesting thing um it really really is uh and we did not like it <laughs> um, yep. on first finding out and having uh, had some time to digest it. I'm not as um, upset as I was, but I'm still not for it. So, yeah, I don't think I was ever particularly upset, but my my feelings on this have kind of been a low burn that yeah. has kind of stayed. Okay. But yes, um, uh, go ahead. Spearhead. So, uh, Dungeons and Dragons, uh, I absolutely agree with the first line of the article, which is Dungeons and Dragons teaches us that diversity is strength, for only a diverse group of adventurers can overcome the many challenges a D&D story presents. Yes, fair enough. However, um, I've noticed uh, a real trend online when people are talking about these proposed changes, which mm -hmm. is uh, a lot of the people who seem to be newer to uh, the series, let's mm -hmm. just deem them 5e babies. Okay. Um, the normies, <laughs> yes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, new newcomers to Dungeons and Dragons in general are typically more for this than people who have been playing the series for a long while. Uh, um uh to which i figured to myself well everyone in my group is a 5e baby mm -hmm. um this is all of their like first campaign uh mm -hmm. let's see what their <clears throat> thoughts on it were and i describe how uh race is no longer having bonuses and instead like you pick uh 
whatever bonuses you want and mm. stuff like that. And I'm like, so there is no reason that an orc, for instance, is any stronger than a gnome. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, I never or, considered that. Shit. <laughs> uh, or, for instance, the fact that an orc can just as viably have a plus two to intelligence as, say, an elf who has, like, you know, lived for hundreds of years. Mm-hmm. Versus, you know, a bunch of tribalistic orcs making dirt telescopes. Mm. Uh, <laughs> Some Minecraft shit. <laughs> yeah. um, so upon like describing to my players, I was like, so the proposed t- changes that they're looking to bring forth are like no racial bonuses. And instead, like you just pick what you want. And my players were all kind of universally. Uh, they're like, yeah, that doesn't seem so bad and i'm like yeah and i mentioned to my rogue i'm like even uh jorgen here uh doesn't have what is baseline stat bonuses for a half elf because Mm -hmm. or half a high elf half nord because uh we described his in his backstory why he would have something different uh and they're like yeah no so like they're basically doing what we do in the campaign already and i'm like not quite (laughs) <laughs> and that's when I start mentioning, like, following this, there's no reason for an orc to be stronger than a gnome. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then immediately, I see faces drop, and they're like, "Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah." <laughs> and that's why I immediately did that spit take, where I'm like, "I hadn't thought of that, <laughs> not yet, anyway." <laughs> and. I get, I really get the fact that they're trying to make people uh, who are coming from uh, diverse backgrounds and they're saying your individuality is more important than your race, which is a message I agree with. Your individuality is more important than your race. However, I do not know a single DM who would begrudge someone uh, for coming up with a in-depth character backstory and then say, uh, now screw you, uh, you're taking strength. Mm. Um, right. Granted, your mileage may vary. Right, I absolutely. can't say with uh, any like uh, definitively positive claims that that's how it's going to be. Yeah, uh, the thing uh, is, if you have a DM like that, you shouldn't be playing with them. <laughs> Bottom line. Anyway, carry um, on. Mm, your mileage may vary on that statement too Mm. um definitely if your dm isn't willing to meet you at least halfway then it's probably going to lead to further issues down the yeah that that i will say red flag yes um but uh let's see diversity oh right however i can't help but somewhat worry about by them neutering um racial bonuses and modifiers i can't help but worry that the message that is instead going to be observed is more of there will never be equality among the races until all races are homogenous yeah yeah it's so i like gone um sort of a a, a, yeah firefly situation wherein um humanity has existed for long enough that everyone is sort of like basically genetically homogenous they all there, there are no races anymore because everyone is so interbred sure <clears throat> um 
And I'm somewhat worried that that may be more along the lines of what you're actually mechanically representing. The problem is in your, in their, uh, in their attempt to make it so that people don't feel left out and people, so that they feel included, you've mm -hmm. taken away all the uniqueness away from them. That's the problem. There's definitely a, a, and to quote like uh, Incredibles, in fact, um, Mm -hmm. when everyone's super, no one will be right. Mm -hmm. Um, They, they've made it so that um, there's nothing other like, and to be fair, any characters, individual traits that the um, that the player comes up with, right? Uh, that speaks miles more than um, their race, right? Absolutely. And like that's just always been the case. It's it's definitely like the race element has helped with the development of that character because you yeah. get to learn how the culture was, you know, how it's treated now. There's there's a lot of things that go into a world, but when you take away anything that kind of makes that race its own thing, it it just makes it so that you look at the you look at the world and you go, well everyone would be exactly the same. Yeah. Like why would there be so much divergence um yeah. There wouldn't to, be. It, well, exactly, because everybody would get along, and everybody is exactly the same. Yeah. Like it is just a utopia. Well, yeah, everyone <clears throat> is human. Exactly. Everyone. Yeah. Everyone is some. Like well, it doesn't even matter what. Like they aren't human. They're just a thing, right? There's they're no humanoid. Yeah, exactly. They're, oh, everyone's. Well, well, they're saying that everything is now human. Orcs are human. Tieflings are human. Meanwhile, yeah, the, the right? humanoid tag is like. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? exactly. It, it is. It is definitely like I, I, I understand what they're saying, but looking at it, you just look at everyone is this thing. It's not a human. It's not an elf. It's not an orc. It is just whatever this thing is. And they yeah. are taking away the word race as well, which and, is very strange to me. Yeah. I actually, you know what? Upon further review, I actually do agree with that. Given that a race is typically. Uh, members of the same species mm-hmm. um, that have different uh, genetic phenotypes. Um, oh. So, well, actually, it would be both genotype and phenotype. Uh, phenotype being uh, physically, like, the, what you can see outside, mm-hmm. um, and genotype being differences in the actual genetic code. Mm-hmm. Um, however, I find it pretty clear that like orcs and gnomes are not the same species as such referring to them as different races Mm -hmm. uh is mildly inaccurate uh different races would be for instance wood elf versus high elf Hmm. that's fair um yeah so now but here's my question what are they changing it to uh folks (laughs) i believe folks different different folks okay that's elf folk that's oh fine i suppose um (laughs) Red well, folk. things, red <laughs> things, <bad laughs> yeah. things. Yes, yes. So basically, that. Um, basically, the sca- everybody oh, yeah. is Skaven now. <laughs> yeah. There, there is Skaven or human. <laughs> there yeah. is uh, a bit of stickiness when you come to the t- uh, when you remember the fact that the definition for a species, um, mm. um, what determines if, for instance, like two birds or two rats or the same species, mm. is. Uh, is their offspring genetically viable? 
Uh, um, sure. So a horse and a donkey aren't the same species because while they can make mules, mm-hmm. mules cannot breed. Yeah, but, and basically um, everything in D and D can kind of sort of in everything yeah. fucks. Yeah. Oh, everything you, fucks. You, Oh, yeah, have... so, like, you can have half ogres, half orcs, half dwarves, half yeah, gnomes, yeah, yeah. half halflings, <laughs> which would actually be the... hilarious. The... I said Wait. that without even thinking. A half halfling. A quarterling. Sorry. have a friend in the group, uh, uh, in our first D&D group, who was fairly short, uh, and I had keyed the term mostling uh, <laughs> to refer to her. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, it's pretty good. <laughs> and there's also the fact that way, way back in like D and D, you have uh, if you think of different like genetic tags, I guess you could say like uh, half dragon, half human. They would have both a dragon tag and the human tag. Yeah, mm-hmm. the dragon like descriptor can be put onto literally any race, so yep. you can have half dragon, half plant. Yep. <laughs> uh huh. I remember uh, that. And that's how you have dragon fruit. Uh, <laughs> Appleton! Mm. Yeah. And Flapple! <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I can't help but feel with them washing things out. There's a green text I posted in uh, the chat about uh, a... It's this half-orc barbarian. Mm-hmm. Um that is actually an astronomer okay. and I'll, I'll just read through the green text and it's a uh, playing cursive strad group comes across by barbarian ask him his name log uh this one's slow boys better take the dumb brute with us for protection log is covered in the filth of the wilderness looks like he's just wearing scraps of cloth tied around his waist necklace of bones and stone wrapped around his neck with various esoteric symbols scrawled on them log always takes the night watch staring up at the sky while chewing on things with his tusks always picking up books whenever they encounter a library speaks in guttural grunts monosyllabic words play with the group for a year DM takes us into Planescape after we rid Barovia from the reign of Strahd. Tiefling Rogue glances, glances over at Log's character sheet, notices a few strange things. Anon, how many languages does Log speak? Seven. <laughs> Anon, why does your barbarian have the highest int in the party? Tap the cloistered scholar background. Mm-hmm. Anon, why does Log speak in grunts and monosyllables when he's that smart and a scholar? Point to the character flaw. Talks down to anyone he believes is less intelligent than him. Oh! Yeah. <laughs> Love yeah. it. And it's good. that will... Being able to make characters like that will disappear. Yep. Yeah, it's... um. So Nothing is gained from this. Yeah. The, the, so, we... I, I assume we all don't have an issue with them changing race to folk. That's yep, there's no really. issue there. Like I yeah, because basically you're just changing a word. You're changing care. a word to something that is more correct, which is fine. Yes. Um, uh, the the things. Let's see. I have a few things here to look at. Uh, Oh yeah. Uh the the final thing while you're looking that up. Uh mm-hmm. my face when I explained to the group that the big brutish barbarian was actually an astrologist the entire time who thought the party was too stupid to communicate with in any meaningful way, compounded by the fact that without cause they treated him as nothing more than a big brutish barbarian. Well done. 
Fucking slow clap on that. Yeah, no, that's pretty good. Uh... <laughs> yeah, they're, like, yeah. if you don't have a reason, here's the thing. Mm-hmm. <sighs> With these new rules in place, mm-hmm. if you decide, and if you have a DM, depending on your setting, if you have a DM that's like, okay, well, half-orcs are kind of, they're kind of sort of outcasts, and that's usually... That's usually how it is usually because orcs, orcs are are dangerous barbarians who live out in in the wilderness and they fucking raid and they kill, and they steal. Depending on the mm-hmm. setting, they're yeah. the boys. Yeah, mm-hmm. they are the they are the boys. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> doing the boys will be boys. Mm-hmm. Um, I I cannot wait for the SJW community to look <laughs> at uh, Warhammer 40k and just implode. Oh, there you have. I, <laughs> oh, I, dude, I but, war, but fucking Games Workshop don't give a shit. No, they don't. Uh, well, um, mm, mm, we'll, we'll talk about that, somewhat. I suppose. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so you, you play a half-work, and half-works are typically outcasts. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing. With these new rules in place, you can play a half orc, however you want. You can make him that super intelligent barbarian astrologer mm-hmm. or uh, astronomer. Astrologer. Mm-hmm. Um, you can play it that way and you can have a really awesome character. But if everybody is the same, why the, would you? There's no, pre- Unle- there's no, um, uh, pre- uh, preconceived notions. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. There's- like, there's, you're, you're not, you're not making anything unique. Yeah, it because all the character. orcs are the fucking same. Mm-hmm. It so, rids that character of anything that would have been special. Like, oh, you're a smart orc. Okay, yeah, no, I'm a smart elf. Yeah, and uh, I'm a smart dwarf. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, why you're in taking away what makes a race unique, you're removing any ability to grow. And change from it. Because if you start, if you make a race that's inherently like dumb, I don't know, like a, let's not even use orcs. Let's use like bullywugs. Sure. The frog, okay. frog dudes. Mm-hmm. They're assholes. They're bastards. They live in swamps. They're really mean and they're really stupid. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember if they're in fifth edition. I think they're, they're in yeah, fifth they're edition, in. but I don't oh, yeah. know if they're a playable race in fifth edition. They might They, no, they don't have I, stats, no. Okay. For but. Them. I know that in in uh, fourth edition, the edition that never existed, right? Of course. Um, in the edition, edition that never existed, Bullywugs were a playable race, and they were all really okay. stupid. And I had this idea to have like a Bullywug warlord because warlord was a class in fourth edition, sure, sure. where it was like a tanky fighter who gave buffs to everybody. He was like the <laughs> fighting. He was the leader, basically. <laughs> And he was going to be this bullywog warlord who rose to be like the king of this shitty little swamp because he was the only smart one. Oh, yeah, sure. He was like one, you know, like toads or frogs. They they birth like hundreds of tadpoles at once. And he's like, oh, I'm the only smart one that got born from like this huge clutch. Mm-hmm. And that's how I've survived and like gotten strong and shit. But if all the bullywugs are the same, then making a smart bullywug doesn't mean anything. Exactly. Because they can yeah. all be that smart, and you and didn't overcome anything. You're not special. the 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 unfortunate reason behind them doing this is because of, uh, as stated, racism and <sighs> needing yeah. to make sure that people who are of a diverse, um, mostly okay. Well, I'll I'll put it as as it really is. If you're not white, 
uh, yeah. you need to have something to look at to say this is this is including me as well. Um, yeah. Which, as somebody who is not uh, white mm. uh, fully, uh, yeah. hey, I I don't know about you, but I can look at white people or fucking uh, elves or any of that stuff and pretend to be them. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> it's it's just it's really so I I. I I don't what this was brought about in the beginning because of outcries from orcs being yep, racist. Yes. We briefly touched on this once in a previous podcast. Uh, um, I guess we got to go into it now. Well, it's it's not we don't have to go too far into it just to Well, I mean in in the in the uh uh article it immediately goes we yes. present orcs and drow in a new light. Yes, and so the and I will I will in fact read you. Drow don't they, like the light. No, mm. they don't. But uh, I will read you how they present orcs and drow in the player's handbook. Yes, um, because and wait, the player's handbook? Yeah, the player's handbook. Oh, um, they have a little section on each. So for drow, <clears throat> descended from an earlier subrace of elves, the drow mm-hmm. were banished from the surface world for following the goddess Lolth down the path of evil. Yes. Now they have built their own civilization in the depths of the Underdark, pattern after the way of Lolth. Uh, also called Dark Elves, the drow have skin that resembles charcoal or obsidian, as well as stark white or pale yellow hair. They uh, commonly have very pale eyes, so pale as to be mistaken for white, in shades of lilac, silver, pink, red, and blue. They tend to be smaller and thinner than most elves. Uh, drow adventurers are rare. Check with your dungeon master to see if you can play one. And then further down, we have the darkness of the drow. Uh, were it not for... And this is... Sorry, before I go on any further, this is on page 24 of your player's handbook. Excuse me. I apologize for not citing that earlier. Um, were it not for the renowned exception, uh, the race of drow would be universally reviled. To most, they are a race of demon-worshipping marauders dwelling in the subterranean depths of the Underdark, emerging only on the blackest nights to pillage and slaughter the surface dwellers they despise. Their society is depraved and preoccupied uh, with the favor of Lolth, their spider goddess, who sanctions murder and the extermination of entire families as noble houses vie for position. Um, yet one drow, at least, broke the mold in the world of the Forgotten Realms. Drizzt Dorden, Ranger of the North, has proven his quality as a good-hearted defender of the weak and innocent, rejecting his heritage and adrift in a world that looks upon him with terror and loathing. Drizzt is a model uh, for those few drow who follow in his footsteps, trying to find a life apart from the evil society of their underdark homes. Drow grow up believing this, that surface-dwelling races are inferior, worthless except as slaves. Drow who develop a conscience or find it necessary to cooperate with members of other races find it hard to overcome that prejudice, especially when they are so often on the receiving end of hatred. That's Drow, right? Yeah. That's how they, they, they describe them. That's how them. they came to be. Well, that's how they describe them in 5e. Now, remember, 5e oh. is the fifth... Fifth revision, and honestly, the fifth revision is all that matters in this context, right? Yeah. Because anything before this does not does not need to matter to you as a player, as a dungeon master for 5e, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you can go back and be inspired by the past things, sure. There's nothing wrong with that. But Unless it's fourth edition. 
unless it's fourth edition. But <laughs> um, the hypothetical theoretical edition that never existed. Um, mm-hmm. But um, there, this is important to note that they, in fact, are like, but drow aren't always evil, right? Yes. Like, there's, there's definitely, and it's been shown, there are definitely yes. people that are just like, hey, drow. And the people up up the top are like, ah, drow, fuck you, right? Yeah. Um, and so they just go back, fuck you too, I hate you. Um, yeah. And then they can try to work through that difference. Which, they also set up the fact that they were led by Lolth. This mm-hmm. isn't because of their, I guess, genetic predisposition or they anything like that. They weren't inherently that super evil. They weren't. It was just they were banished because they were like, hey, Lolth, my girl. It's like, right? hey, Corellin, you're a fuckface. And, like, this is a whole different issue. It's a religious issue. It's yes. not a racial issue. It became a racial issue, I guess. Because everyone who was under the ground was like, we kind of need to live. Hey, Lolf, my girl. <laughs> Let me live. Right. Which um, still astounds me, the fact that they would pray to Lolf to survive and mm-hmm. not any other god or goddess. I, I assume it, because Corellin banish them, Corellin doesn't give them any... Like, all the Pantheon for everyone above was like, Hey! Guess what? Get fucked! You followed Lolf! Not to mention, I imagine that once they got down there in the Mm. Underdark, it was kind of a situation where it's like, oh god, if we stop praying to Lolf, she's gonna unleash her wrath on us. There is also the fact that they are being held hostage. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah, but like, Drow society has a lot of military power. I highly doubt that a few, like, phase spiders are really going to be an issue for them. It's not the phase spiders, it's the fact that Loth will literally transform them into driders. Um, That too. Driders. I thought they only become driders if they sacrifice themselves. uh, No. Driders are a punishment. Yeah, driders are punishments. It's not good. Um, Everybody hates driders, including. Uh, drow. Yep. Um, they only keep them around because it's like an example of what happens when you piss Loth off. Or mm-hmm. Wolf off. <laughs> yes. Um, and unfortunately, that's not specified. It, like, they they haven't gone too deeply into this kind of stuff in 5th edition, which yeah. does hurt this whole argument that I've been making so far. Um, yep. Because you have to look back, unfortunately. But um, they at least uh, reference this that like they at least reference it and have it be the reason why they mm-hmm. why they are looked down upon, right? It's not because they're dra- like they're inherently because they are dark skinned or anything like that, right? It's yeah. just because of what the the people did before, unfortunately, and they continue to do because it's the only thing they can do to survive. Yeah. Um, which sucks right um but again this That's is more why drow of, make the best edge lords <laughs> this is more of a religious thing and not a race thing um yeah. it is bled over unfortunately um but again they even go it's not inherent yep they're and not so inherently evil 
And hell, they even give you that perfect example mm -hmm. where they're like, um, Driz is an inspiration to all those drow who followed him. Exactly. Followed they, in his footsteps. They so even. they flat out tell you, hey, they're rare, but there are drow that have broken out of this cycle. Yeah, exactly. Yep. It, it's like, you can still say, oh, well, why are so many drow evil? It's like, what motivation have they been given by mm -hmm. the overworld who hates them? to not be evil exactly like yeah. and again i'm damned if i do and damned if i don't exactly I might as well i'm not going to finish that sentence <laughs> <laughs> the um the 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 evil that they do is just unfortunately how they live and it, it's one of those things of morality it's a question of morality it's like um i have to sacrifice babies in order to live because otherwise i die Right. Yep. Like, and so, yes, that is immoral, but what else are they supposed to do when a divine being that exists, right? And all, hates yeah. them. Yeah. A and lot. hates them. Oh, Loth fucking hates them. She tempted the fuck out of them, drove them down, and is like, <laughs> now fight. Yeah, um, because that, you gotta remember that Walth, they might wor they might have worshipped Walth in the past mm -hmm. because of for for an actual reason. Sure. But now they do it out of fear. Yeah. No, they is... do it out of terror. Absolutely. If they don't, they're dead. And yeah. and again, this is why I I five E needed context, right? Like they never they put out in past editions, they put out books specifically for context of gods. Deities yep. and Demigods is the 3.5 edition book that I have that just specifically goes into how the the gods are statted, all this shit of just, like, their their beliefs and, like, how they usually uh, show up and all this kind of stuff. Um, and that helps with kind of forming that, that kind of, uh, or at least um, makes it so that you can see the views, right, of, like, how each god is worshipped and how they, they operate. Um, so, I... It, I don't know. It's it's not a it's not a race thing to me, and I don't see how. I mean, I do see how people do it because they don't have the context. But uh, admittedly, it is a bit fucky that they live in the underdark and have charcoal gray skin. The thing that I always yeah. imagine with that is their skin became that color so that they could better survive down there. I, I because honestly, I don't think a pale, pasty ass elf would last very long in the underdark. I don't know where where there is no light. Well, there's enough. There's an, enough so, light for everything else to see down there. Well, everything has dark vision down there. Yeah, it's because they have dark vision. Mm. Yeah, um, and so and... if you're a pasty ass, pale ass elf, you're a beacon. That is fair. Um, that's the only, but I, again, that's my only theory. Well, things, for that. things in real life that live way deep down in caves are also white, mm -hmm. because in the real world, things that live deep down in dark caves didn't. They their eyes devolved, and there's no need for there's no need to even see. So they're they just wind up being albino. Mm -hmm. it, it's it's definitely um there the questionable um. Like again, I would need I would need more of a source to then say they develop this skin in order to no. right in order to because I don't think that's ever expressly stated. <laughs> yeah, um, I don't think it is. That's just my that's just my theory. Absolutely, I could be completely wrong. Absolutely, and that's but. and that's fine. Um, it's it's just it's one of those things where I 
have never looked at it as a malice kind of thing. Um, yeah. it, it's definitely usually right in in most fantasy um, when something is evil, it is uh, a darker color. Yeah. Um, it, it's represented that way, which they are technically the evil race, right? Because of what they worship and what they do, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it is unfortunate that that is the case, but they have revised the the race to such a point where they're like, hey, that's not always the case and it's not inherent, right? Yeah. So it, it combats that. And again, at this point, I don't see it as anything short of this is just how the race is, right? Yeah. It's not it's not literally because they're evil. Yeah. Um anyway, moving on to orcs. We have oh, some boy. stuff in the player's handbook. Here we go. Well, it's it's not that much in the player's handbook, to be fair. Um Yeah, um so here we go. Uh buh, 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 buh. Well, actually, it's a lot. <laughs> so, oh, okay, I was about to say. <laughs> um, so, whether united under the le- leadership... Uh, sorry, this is on page 40 of your player's handbook. Mm-hmm. And 41, because it goes for a while. Whether united under the leadership of a mighty warlock, or having fought to a standstill after years of conflict, orc and human tribes sometimes form alliances, joining forces into a larger horde to terror... Uh, to the terror of civilized lands nearby. When these alliances are sealed by marriages, half-orcs are born. Some half-orcs uh, rise to become proud chiefs of orc tribes, their human blood giving them the edge over their full-blooded orc rivals. Some venture into the world to prove their worth among humans and other more civilized races. Many of these become adventurers, achieving greatness from their mighty deeds and notoriety for their barbaric customs and savage fury. Uh... Then we've got uh, just how they look, which doesn't matter in this case. Uh, how they like scars, because it's a matter of pride. Uh, there we go. The mark of Groomsh. The one-eyed god Groomsh created the orcs, and even those orcs who turn away from his worship can't fully ex- escape his influence. The same is true of half-orcs, though their human blood moderates the impact of their orcish heritage. Some half-orcs hear the whispers of Grumsh in their dreams, or Grumsh, I don't know, uh, calling them to unleash the rage that simmers within them. Others feel Grumsh's exhalation when they join in melee combat and either exult along with him or shiver with fear and loathing. Half-orcs are not evil by nature, but evil uh, does lurk within them, whether they embrace it or rebel against it. Beyond the rage of Groomsh, uh, half-orcs feel emotion powerfully. Rage doesn't just quicken their pulse, it makes their bodies burn. Uh, An insult stings like acid, and sadness saps their strength. But they laugh loudly and heartily, and simple bodily pleasures, feasting, drinking, wrestling, drumming, and wild dancing, fill their hearts with joy. They tend to be short-tempered and sometimes sullen, more inclined to action than contemplation, and to fighting than arguing. The most accomplished half-orcs are those with enough self-control to get by in a civilized land. Uh, Tribes and slums. Half-orcs most often lived among orcs uh, of the other races 
humans are most likely to accept half-orcs, and half-orcs almost always live in human lands when not living among orc tribes. Whether proving themselves among rough barbarian tribes, or scrabbling to survive in the slums of larger cities, half-orcs get by on their physical might, their endurance, and their sheer determination. Uh, they inherit, uh, and the sheer determination they inherit from their human ancestry. Um, one last bit here. Grudging acceptance. Each half-orc finds a way to gain acceptance from those who hate orcs. Some are reserved, trying not to draw attention to themselves. A few demonstrate piety and good-heartedness as publicly as they can, whether or not such demonstrations are genuine. And some simply try to be so tough that others just avoid them. Hmm. So, that is something a lot of people unfortunately really do leave out of role-playing orcs is mm -hmm. the fact that emotions for them are just always dialed to 11 both mm -hmm. good yeah. and bad they are not angie boys they can be angie boys mm -hmm. but uh much like uh the eldar in 40k right mm -hmm. uh they are beacons of emotion exactly yeah. um, and i actually i super dig the um the things that make them happy yeah, and again, you know, this is all of the the races in the player's handbook are not. You don't have to play them that way, right? Like, yeah, you don't. There, there's, it's definitely, it's definitely one of those things where if you get inspiration from this and you want to play them that way, you definitely can. Um, yeah, and you can play them against the grain as well. Like, I, I mean, they they even put, and I did not read this at all ever, right? Because I made. <laughs> I made Yulon way before yeah, this. Yeah, Yulon is super pious. A few demonstrate piety and good-heartedness, and uh, honestly, I will, my inspiration for Yulon was from World of Warcraft. <laughs> it was Thrall. Um, yeah. Thrall and anybody... Green Jesus, yes. Yep, Green Jesus. Um, anybody can see that from how uh, fucking I played Yulon, um, if you ever do see that ever. Um, but it, it's... it's that's, that's actually <laughs> fucking weird. Um, but anyway... This definitely, I mean, this has the race element, right? Yes. But this does not denote, <laughs> and it, and this is the argument that people were making that this race denotes black people specifically. It really doesn't, and it doesn't. I, I can. So, unfortunately, I can understand that people see what they want to see. Yep. which sucks um and it's not this one specifically i believe it's the orc from volo's guide which i will pull up right here um or it, there was something there was a short blurb that that was uh the tweet i don't remember um mm -hmm. it was from something it was either from this or it was from no it wasn't from this it was from um uh guildmaster's guide maybe i don't know mm -hmm. um I, I would have to look harder to find it. Um, and I would have to find the tweet again. But um, they, they pointed out the language of the thing as being, this is, this is black people, right? Like, they, they just went and they hardcore just were like, this means black people. Which, one, that says a lot more about what you think about black people than what Wizards of Coast thinks of black people. Exactly. That's, like That's exactly actually what one of my players mentioned. Um, yeah. Okay, that's good. <laughs> the one who actually plays an orc barbarian. Right. Um, I, I mentioned it to him, and he's like, 
so wh why do they see them as black people? And I'm like, well, it's because typically orcs are drawn uh, and they have some caricatures of blackface, namely and uh, uh, having dreads as their hairstyle. Uh, see, that's not even having, like, which, always the case. <laughs> yeah, the more there are a lot of cultures that have dreads. Too. Yeah. yeah. Um, and beads in their hair. Mm-hmm. Um, not, not the case and in the player's handbook. Another this. another typical thing of blackface is oversized lips, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, that's which true. orcs typically are drawn as having. I'll give them that. Sure. I, um, I'm looking. But, I'm, I'm looking at the illustration that they have for the half orc in the player's handbook, and it doesn't seem that way. Um, page forty, if um, you want to look at it. But legitimately, it does not seem like she has very. I don't. I don't think it's the one in the player's handbook. I think just typically in general, like if you if you look up uh, D and D orc sure. in Google Images and then look through a hundred images, sure. you'll probably find like I don't know, like a seventy thirty ratio. I don't know. Um, <laughs> and when uh. When I mention this to my player, he's like, well, that just seems to me more that they, whenever they think of those aspects, they immediately think blackface. Mm -hmm. And then that would seem to me that aren't they racist? And I'm like, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> and again, I'm, I'm looking at a bunch of these pictures um, on, on screen right now, and it, I, I'm not seeing the lips drawn that way at all even yeah. in the fan art right like except maybe the, well this one has so they have the bigger bottom lip um for 40k at least um and a lot of the that that's it like it's just a bigger draw yeah that's that's what i see for orcs more so but the way for i've the always seen the way i've always seen uh like full-blooded orcs not not half orcs obviously because they look significantly more human sure. i've always kind of seen them as kind of sort of like neanderthals actually yeah. okay because um, you know they got like the you know they're they're big they're broad they're brawny and and shit they got like the big heads and yeah and sure shit well, that's how uh, Lovecraft saw black people. <laughs> well, well, and since well, I like Lovecraft, that means I'm a racist. That, yep, automatically. Yep, automatically. Um, mm. So, so I, like, the other thing that I, I, have to, I have to point out again, they have the god elements, right? Like, they, they have these elements of this is, this is the way that Grumpsch made them, yeah. right? And um, he's an evil god. He he is yes, but at the same time, that that doesn't matter, right? Like it's true. It, it plenty of orcs are like, hey, I'm gonna not be so bad, right? Mm. Um, and orcs typically aren't good, right? Like even in like the uh Tolkien, right? Where where fucking D and D fucking came from, right? Mm -hmm. Tolkien made this shit, and Tolkien was like, hey man. I don't give a fuck about allegory. Yeah. I hate <laughs> allegory. In fact, you I, I, I literally you can look up so many interviews with Jay with uh with Tolkien. Yeah. And they're like, is this a Christian allegory? And he's like, no. He's like, no, I just wrote a fucking cool story. I don't fucking care about your stupid allegory. 
I don't, this is not what I intended. And yes, there is some death of the author, but at the time, and this is, this is just about what's in the book, right? Mm. This is just straight up what's in the book. It's not writing about it after the fact, like J.K. Rowling. Um, It is, it is quite literally, he looks at what he's wrote and he's gone, no, I never meant for this to look any other way. And this unfortunately is how people go and look into it, right? They look and they see meaning that they see, that they want to see more likely as well um to fit whatever you know they they wanted to ask him at the time of like allegory right and he's like no <laughs> um and so it's it's like there's also there's also like this is this is one i i understand and i'm never going to say racism good racism bad right mm. racism bad um in this justin right Our like hot takes mm-hmm. it's one of those things where i'm not i'm not defending having people be racist i'm defending using racism to show how people are less moral or to find a way to work around it or to try mm-hmm. to bridge the gap because yeah. of it right and use to it, grow use it as a tool yes exactly use it as a tool to grow your characters yes. or your world or your story mm-hmm. you don't just do it because racism yeah. right you don't do think it for a good like you don't think it's a good reason like you're, you're not or sorry what i mean by that is you don't just put it in there because you like racism yeah yes right i have, <laughs> in there because... I, have oh, I have a uh, racism as part of my campaign mm-hmm. um uh, specifically, actually, the orc barbarian was uh, subject to it a couple times. Mm-hmm. And the reason why most people hate orcs is because typically they're violent, they're mm-hmm. loud, mm-hmm. Uh, they raid villages, yeah. they may know someone who died or know someone whose family died to orcs. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. whenever they see it, th- there was this one, it was this filthy pig farmer sure. in... Uh, the first city that they started with, and I remember his name was Argus, and Argus was a fucking asshole, right. and he was meant to be an asshole, and he hated him some orcs, and mm-hmm. guess what? The party hated him right back. Sure. Um, and I remember actually the the barbarian got kind of kind of angry at sure. Argus. And he's like, "What's preventing me from killing me right? Uh, from what's preventing me from killing? What's Sorry. preventing me from killing you right now?" And Argus went, "You'd prove me right." True. Whoa. Yeah. No. That's that. See that? It, it's 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 putting that kind of moral or not moral. I guess it is moral. A moral quandary in a way of like, are you going to take the higher ground? Are you going to be better? than their perception to try to show them that and is that going to even change the way that they view things right Mm -hmm. if if you want to try to change that thing then you continue to be that way towards like everyone and hopefully it changes their viewpoint Mm -hmm. it it helps them grow from being racist like there there is definitely one of those things of like if you want it to if if you want to try to help you know make that racism stop Maybe we do things to make the racism stop. Be, be the not racist you wish to see in the world. <laughs> like it, it's, it's definitely one of those things where I, again, I racism bad, but it's definitely useful to, to, kind of, 
provide depth. Yes, yes, exactly. And unfortunately, there's racism in the fucking world that we live in. And so, like, using using a, a fantasy setting in order to work through that, like, it it can make people have new perspectives on this How, kind of thing. Which let me ask let me ask our listeners a question sure. directly to all of them, Ooh. any of them that may be on the fence about this. Okay. What do you think you would find more interesting? Would you find it more interesting to play a human? who starts out as a blacksmith's apprentice and he's got lots of friends in, in the city and he makes, he makes okay armor and weapons. And eventually his master has a weapon stolen from him. Very important weapon. You have to go out. You got to go and find it. You find it. And it turns out that this weapon was meant to save the world. You find the weapon and you go on a, quest around the kingdom, saving people, becoming a hero, and eventually you save the world. You return to the city, you're hailed as a hero, and how you live happily ever after. Or would you rather play an orc who is the apprentice of a blacksmith? And he has no friends. He's very lonely. He's very sad. And like we've said before, sadness is felt very, very acutely by orcs because they feel all emotions very, very acutely. And then your master has a sword stolen from him. You go out and you find the sword. Turns out it's a sword meant to save the world. You go around and you go to these towns and people are like, who the hell are you? Well, I'm here to help. You're an orc. You're here to help me? Yes. Okay. Go out and do this for me and maybe, maybe we'll talk a bit more. You go out and you do it. And then you're like, and then the people in the town, they're like, oh, thank you. That's wonderful. Please uh, take this reward. And then you go out and you do that a few times. You go around, you do quests, and you help people, and you become a hero. You go and you save the world. And then you return home to your city, and you're hailed as a hero when once you were downtrodden and no one liked you. But you went out and you proved everybody wrong. You rose above your station. And you overcame everyone's expectations about what it is to be a hero. I think I'd rather play the orc. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's, that's a, <laughs> that was good. Play, that was very good. Play, play an orc that has depression or bipolar. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, just be careful about which side of the bipolar you fall on. <laughs> because it's like, oh, well, here at the dinner party, we don't accept orcs. <laughs> just kill everybody. Yeah. That would suck. <laughs> it's it, There's definitely, like, and again, that unfortunately it'll come up to personal preference, right, as well. Um, yeah. I But, like, it's, it's one of those things where if you, it, it helps you kind of, understand how that would be right Mm -hmm. and i think and i've said this before if you play uh any role-playing game you will learn a lot about yourself Mm -hmm. you will learn a lot about how you would deal with these kinds of situations or how someone else you you would imagine they would deal with these kind of situations right or you could work through whatever kind of things that you've been doing uh or that you've you've kind of had going on if somebody uses something that kind of makes you realize that it kind of you know uh scary excuse me oh sorry um it kind of uh uh coincides with what you've been going through and then you kind of work through it 
through that to kind of give you a better sense of how to kind of work through it yourself. Um, I, it, it, role-playing is a powerful thing. Mm-hmm. So, I, I and <laughs> I, <laughs> I know, I know that, like, if you, if you for some reason see orcs as black people, I gotta say, man, there are already black people in D and D. Yeah, and there's already, and as a, as an extension of that for Aiden specifically, uh, there's already black people in Elder Scrolls too. The the yeah, Red yeah, Alex here. Yeah. Yep, there's that. Yeah. It, it, it's like legitimately the like in the player's handbook itself, they have the the fighter is black, the mm-hmm. wizard is black. They they're the diff- human is black. Oh, sorry, yeah. not the fighter. Uh, the human. Yeah, that's what I meant. Um, but legitimate. Oh no, the fighter is also black. That's right. Yeah, the fighter is also black. I forgot yeah. about that. Yeah. Um, my brain didn't forget. Apparently, cool. Good job, brain. Um, legitimately, like. They they already have black people in D and D, and a precedent has been set. I like I I don't, and it's I, not even I, like they're just referred to. The, that's the image. Mm-hmm. It's, that is the example image for the most basic of bitch classes. The one that <laughs> everybody has played. Everybody. It, it is. It's it's like saying well that. I can already tell that the response is, well, that's all well and good that there is black representation in D&D. However, sure. the the main issue that people take with orcs is the fact that they uh, have aspects of their body and or perceived culture, I guess. That is a stereotype. Right. To which I respond with, all right, then, I guess witches can't have long noses. Yeah, or brooms. Well, long noses would be a Jewish stereotype, right? Exactly. So, and guess we can't have that. Uh, and no. brooms are an OCD stereotype. Oh, yeah. Mm. It, it, and it, gnomes <laughs> like money, so I guess they gotta go to right. Say no, say no to gnomes and goblins. It's it's one of those things where, how far? Does this like? Are you willing to go? Like until and, uh, the the homogeneity exactly. of the races is achieved, there can Un- be no peace. Unfortunately, we're we're we've already like lost this. Like this is already happening, right? Because they're already doing that. Um, yep. And and again, like we've said, it just completely takes away the uniqueness of your character. Like yeah. it does not matter, and. Like some people will find it as a good thing of like it doesn't matter what race you are, right? That 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 is fine. You know, yeah. it that is definitely a theme you can have already in the current game. Doesn't mm. matter what race you are, just matters what you do. Yeah. Right? Exactly. Like that's just like, life. I <laughs> I take uh what race I select for my character to be important for two, maybe three reasons, depending sure. upon the character. Mm-hmm. The first reason is: Are there any particular stat buffs that uh, will complement the class I have chosen? Yes, uh, that can be a little metagamey if you want. Personally, I think picking a race that complements a class isn't a huge deal. No, yeah, because um, it would make sense if if it makes sense to roll up a Jewish banker. 
Oh, it wow. makes sense. <laughs> it's, it's an optimal build. <laughs> I'm pulling my collar. Uh, <laughs> it makes sense to play a lizard man politician. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there, there you go. go. Yep. That's an even right. better one. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I, I um, like things that are naturally stronger make yes. more sense to be a fighter class. Yes, yes it makes exactly. sense. Uh, granted, I do have a couple characters for Goliath wizards. Yeah, nice. absolutely. Super cool. shaman. Like, it's a, it's a yeah. muscle wizard build where oh, the okay. way he casts spells is like chanting uh, in, in a circle and like sprinkling bones on the ground and cool. their chest fist. Yeah. Um, the second reason why. Uh, I take my character's race into account when I'm building a character is it can be a really fun way to add some flavor. Mm. Uh, much like the muscle wizard uh, thing. Like yeah. shamans aren't really represented a lot in D&D, which kind of mm -hmm. sucks because voodoo and hoodoo are really cool. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, the third reason and this is the uh, the one that only ever is occasionally taken into account is if I literally cannot make the character's playstyle without using that specific race. Sure. For yeah. instance, uh, I have an idea for uh, an attack heli character that is an Aarakocra. Okay. And <laughs> yeah, I, nice. need to, I need to be able to fly if I'm going to identify as an attack helicopter. <laughs> so... Yeah. It's a good time. Um, now, the, there's al there's also one. Sorry, um, on. there's also one more thing that taking away the the uniqueness of a race will do. Mm -hmm. If you make, well, let's just say for the sake of argument that orcs are basically all humans, sure. and let's have two races: elves, I mean, uh, humans and orcs. Here's the problem. They are two different, and we're going to bring up the, the term that they have used. They are two different folks. Mm -hmm. So, if they are statistically the same, mm -hmm. if they can be as intelligent as the other, which is fine, which mm -hmm. is, whatever, how are they different? Because they are intrinsically different. Because a human is fair-skinned, fair-haired, usually and orcs are green skinned and dark haired and they're usually are pretty you strong me that your default for a human image is someone who's white boo <laughs> you know what i mean um so i think you know what i think i do yeah i think you do so but here's the thing though Nice. If you have that situation where everybody is the same and you have a dm who's going to be world building chances are he's going to he or she is going to want them to be different somehow so then how oh, are you dude unless you're playing uh a campaign of all doppelgangers oh my god oh, oh cool. that would be fucked mm -hmm. anyway so like how no are you gonna who anyone is oh mm -hmm. man oh. <laughs> how are you gonna make them how are you gonna make them stand out if if you choose to make them stand out because it's yeah. either it's either 
One, you remove all their individuality and you make them completely homogenous with humans. And then it doesn't matter who anybody is because nobody cares about who anybody is. Or you're going to insert your own uniqueness into it. Mm-hmm. So what are you going to do then? It, 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 like, I, I don't, like, I'm fine with having it so that you take, um, whatever, uh, bonus to your, your, like, get a, get a bonus that you can just put anywhere, right? Yeah. But you should, I think there should be a racial bonus as well, because I, I don't know, like, if, let, let's use humans right now as an example. If we lived on Mars, mm-hmm. right? If we lived on Mars, our entire body and structure and everything would be different. Yes. Um, I believe we'd be longer, I think? Yeah, we, we would be longer and our organs would rest differently. Yeah. Yes. So, uh, and our and I think structure our, would be significantly weaker because yes, it doesn't need yes, to fight that, against gravity as much. So, yes. that's, we would that's my point. have the, uh, the osteoporosis of an 80-year-old menopausal woman. Exactly. Yes. Um, so, if we had Mars people... Um, Martians, Martians, one might say. One might say, <laughs> might say <laughs> Martians. <laughs> exactly. Um, if we had Martians, then they would have less of a constitution right like you wouldn't yes. you wouldn't they would take a minus two to constitution i would i would even hazard to guess maybe they would right like it, yeah. in, in comparison to somebody who lives on earth who doesn't take a minus that's just the standard right yeah they just um, have like a, a they don't have a plus yeah. whereas the saiyans have like a plus a billion okay constitution well, <laughs> and strength yes i was trying to keep it to more of like a realistic um, ish I will actually hey, follow. Sands are real. <laughs> I will follow along with uh, the groundwork set up by Alejo. Thank you. Uh-huh. Take for instance. Sorry. You have, <laughs> no, you're fine. Uh, take for instance, you have the Martians. Yep. And then on Earth, you have mega cities, and then wide open, like continent-sized areas that are used for agriculture. Yep. Mm-hmm. People who live in those plains one might call them plains folk uh would likely not have access to as good education which might be Mm. reflected in a minus two to intelligence however due to the fact of uh the past let's say couple hundred years of them doing hard work their Mm -hmm. parents doing hard work the people who move to these areas and stay in this lifestyle Mm -hmm. are Mm -hmm. people who are physically bulkier and can handle that grueling labor you you might get a plus two but a minus two to intelligence right exactly sorry plus two to strength minus two to intelligence yeah yeah um and intelligence is the dump stat it's fine (laughs) (laughs) if if you live in mega cities these Mm -hmm. giant conglomerates where you can have a whole city's worth of uh development in a sorry a whole modern city's development within a modern city square block it's like an arcology yeah um or if you're playing cyberpunk 2077 night city Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. hell yeah you might have uh, access to better education and some street smarts. Plus and two some better cyber. Yeah. <laughs> plus two to intelligence and wisdom, minus two to strength. Sure. Yeah. 
most of, most of your labor is done for you by machines. Exactly. You don't yeah. have to be strong. Yeah. So, so so basically what we're getting at here is that there's there's definitely a precedent of kind of evolution, right? Like different different things, different factors over time make things different, right? Like mm-hmm. I if I were One to One might also be forgiven for saying survival of the fittest and it, adaptation. Quite literally. Um and so like if you go and we'll even go for animals, if you go and take uh, something that lives far deep in the ocean, that thing is fucking strong. Yeah, like <laughs> or sorry, Cthulhu. hardy. Yeah, More Cthulhu. So. Sure, yeah, you take Cthulhu. He's really fucking hardy. No, wait, hardy. no, no, Elder Things, Elder Things. Okay, you take Elder Things. <laughs> yes. Uh, they live in Antarctica. <laughs> but they also lived under the ocean. Yeah, that's true. Um, but they, they are... And in the stars. And in the stars, and in our yes. hearts. Um, mm, right. So... They <laughs> in our thoughts and prayers. Wait, mm-hmm. no. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> um, they would be incredibly, incredibly hardy, right? Mm-hmm. Like that. That is quite different from something that is, um, say, I don't know, uh, living on the on the Earth itself. They're yes. not going to be like a hardy. day fly. Like a day fly, sure. Um, Counterpoint blobfish. Mm. And anglerfish. <laughs> True. And again, there are going to be exceptions to this, obviously. Yes. Um, and that's why there is going to be variants. That's why things are unique. That's why you can take something like that and go, this is how this is, and it completely it's different, right? And so let's now take this back to our fantasy setting, right? Like you have Aarakocra that are birds that live up high in the, you know, and Kenku and Kenku that live on the ground because they can't fly and they have different stats because of this. Like, yeah. Otherwise, like, like just because and it's because of their, how they have evolved slash what has happened to them because Kenku were made to be the way that they are because of a curse. Um, mm. But still, there are things that differentiate these people, yeah. right? Like, they, they don't have the same thing, and if you take that away, then I, I don't understand how, when I look at an Aarakocra, how the fuck is that different than a Kenku? How? How did that happen? Uh, the, the thing is, for me too, is uh, this D&D 6th edition will be the biggest fucking nerf to Aarakocra ever. Oh, yeah. They're not going to be able to fly anymore, but it will be the biggest buff to every other race because you can have a gnome that flies now. I was going to say, yeah, what if, like, why, what if they do take away that stuff, right? Like, if they yeah, take like, away flight for Aarakocra, they're just, there's just a human, right? They're just a bird guy. If they keep flight, that's just, like, you can't have your cake and eat it too. Yeah. The and differentiation what, what is there. Have, what you'll have, right, is people saying like say they choose to um keep it so that kenku cannot speak right right mm. kenku are typically um portrayed as birds of the family corvidae yep um and a racist slur for black people traditionally was calling them various members of that family yes be it crows ravens magpies what have you mm-hmm. uh then people will say well the reason why kenku can't speak is because the man keeps them from speaking out oh my god <laughs> So, um, let me interject here. Uh, I just need to use the restroom, but you guys yeah, go ahead. As, oh, uh, you absolutely. Keep... Yeah, let's, okay. let's take a short intermission. That's fine. Okay.
I'll just get more water and shit. Okay. We'll be right back, folks. No, I'm, I'm not doing a D&D podcast. Uh, oh, hey, this is Sneaky Adolf, and you're listening to Table Talk. Welcome back. What's up, gamers? Oh, God, no. Oh, hello. <laughs> okay, um, so we've we've been going on about um, the, the changes to races and stuff, um, and uh, they... <laughs> There's there's points that I want to get to here that they have put in of um the first point that they actually they actually bring up. We present Orcs and Drown in New Light in two of our most recent books. Eberron Rising from the Last War, which I have right here, which I will refer to soon. Um and Explorer's Guide to Wildmount. In those books, Orcs and Drow are just as morally and culturally complex as other people. We will continue that approach in future books, portraying all the peoples of D&D in relatable ways and making it clear that they are as free as humans to decide who they are and what they do. They already were. They already yeah. were. Now, first off, they bring you know, up... You know, why, you know why people are so mad about racial uh, depictions in D&D 5e? Why? Why? Because they don't read their player's handbook. It's true. Yep. It's very true. Um, it's because well, I honestly, I honestly think a majority of the people who are vocal about this haven't even picked up a player's handbook. Yeah, they've probably never played the game. Yeah, it, I was gonna say, let alone the D twenty. Exactly. Right. Like it, it's unfortunate because I, I honestly think that that's the case. And if if you can prove me wrong out there, hey, go for it. Um, so to to just deconstruct <laughs> this entire point. They're citing these books that are written by other people, right? Yeah. Eberron Rising from the Last War, I looked it up, uh, and I have the Wikipedia page, which I don't care if you think Wikipedia is, is a good source or not. It's a yeah. source, and it, ha it it's fucking good. <laughs> it's fine. People are like, oh, you can't use Wikipedia as a source. I'm like, shut up. We're not in 1998 anymore. Yeah, people yeah. Like, don't just go in and change things, and they don't just change it back there, right like there that's... are people who literally obsess over keeping pages correct exactly yeah so um eberron came in 3.5 originally and was written by keith baker bill slavisek slavisek yeah and james wyatt i apologize if i pronounced it uh, wrong um these were written by completely different people and then they were added into D, &D right yeah um this was the first um uh, publication that was then just kind of brought into the fold. Yeah. Uh, Explorer's Guide to Wildmount was Matt Mercer and uh, I think a couple of uh, no, not critical. It was just Matt Mercer and a couple oh. other people. I think. Oh, um, okay. I you know what I'll look it up. Um, Explorer's uh, Guide to Wildmount uh, uh, writers. Why does it have an E? Uh, a lot of things used to have ease. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Matt Mercer and the Wizards RPG team. Okay, so that one oh. less so. There you go. Um, Wizards actually did help with writing that, but Matt had already had the foundation of everything that is in Wildmount already written out. So mm. I don't think that they put too much creative input into how the the thing is. They might have, but I don't they know. Smooth things out for like publishing purposes and right. Anything that Matt might have missed, and I exactly. call him Matt because he is my friend. Of course, because yeah. he is uh, But friend. he pretty much wrote out the entire setting to begin with. And you can you can see that because he he has it as Critical Role Campaign Two. Like that is his and world. He's already have it. He already has it all 
well, not all written out, but he has the ideas already there, right? He has yeah. the society and everything, and this was before the thing even became a, a campaign guide. So, that's that's second party, and even so, yes, they they definitely say different things. They have, in fact, and I will read it verbatim, um, from 3.5, uh, the drow in... in uh, Eberron, it says, The drow carve a deadly existence out of the ruined continent of Zendrik. The dark-skinned elves believe it is not they, uh, it is they, not the rebels who fled the er- to Aranal, who truly preserve the dignity and valor of the elf race. Allied with monstrous scorpions, the drow battle the fallen race of giants over the ruins of the monstrous continent. As the most civilized inhabitants of the ruined Zendrik's uh, Zendrik, the uh, drow are the heirs to both the lingering might of giant nations and the ancient elven spellcraft once learned at the feet of dragons. The homeland of the drow is a contradiction of sorts, an ancient ruin but that nonetheless holds magical treasures of almost unimaginable might. As Siberia's shards fall on the broken landscape and jungles, explorers from other continents brave Sahagan-filled waters to crowd the port of Storm, uh, port city of Stormreach. And then it has lands and beliefs. And in Eberron, the uh, Rising from the Last War, it is very, very similar. Uh, not changed whatsoever, really. Uh, let me see here. Uh, long ago, the continent of Zendrik, the first drow, fought beside the giants against the other elves. Tens of thousands of years have passed, and drow and other elves remember each other only as figures in their legends. The Undying Court and the patron ancestors of the Ternadal remember the drow, but they have little uh, occasion to teach their living descendants about these shadows of the distant past, uh, about the fleeing. uh, There's distinct drow cultures formed after the fall of the giants. Um, Now, looking into this... uh, few political struggles for the 3.5 uh, and rivalries with other races. Ba-ba-ba-ba. They have beliefs here. They have relations. Okay, so they, they didn't have... It looks to be... They didn't have as much on the culture itself, um, though this is just the Races of Eberron book that I'm reading from. Um, from 3.5. Whereas in this, in the Rising from the Last War... That is page 22 uh, in Rising from the Last War. Um, So, yeah, I mean, they had a different history, right? Like, this is different because it's a different setting. Um, And so they wanted it to be original. And so they made it their own thing, right? But now I bring to you, as I drop all of my books, uh, Mm. Sword Coast Adventurer's Guide, which is Faerun. Mm. And it has a thing on drow. Dark elves, drow. <clears throat> the drow are descended from the dark elves who retreated into the underdark after the crown wars. They are infamous for their cruelty, evilness, and drive to dominate. For much of history, many believed that all drow were beings of inherent and irredeemable evil. In truth, most drow do align with evil, engaging in torture, slavery, murder, and other nefarious activities in the name of their demon goddess. Almost always, dark elves who reject the ways of their people are exiled or executed for being rebels, heretics, and insurrectionists who have turned against drow culture and the will of Lolth. But their existence of noble and self-sacrificing, uh, the existence of noble and self-sacrificing drow, such as Liriel Banri 
and Drizzt Duorden uh, suggests that the evil of the drow isn't innate and can be overcome. The actions of these few heroic drow have tempered some people's opinions toward the race, although the appearance of a dark elf on the surface remains a rare event and a cause for alarm. It continues to go on about uh, drow of uh, Faerun Hale from City of Spiders. It, it just continues to go Menzo on a Baron? little bit. Yes, uh, Menzo Baranzan. Ah, that's it. Yeah. Um, I remember that from the book, sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it's good. Um, Just so- remember, uh, Matt Mercer has drow that live in the Underdark and are evil, mm. and hence Matt Mercer must be racist. Exactly, yeah. right? Like, it, in, in Campaign 2, and unfortunately spoilers, um, but it's, it is a point here to, to recognize the drow are a different culture that live in the Underdark, but they are opposing to the Empire. Um, they have their own belief system. They have a different god as well. Oh, um, interesting. Uh, they believe in a whole a whole different thing of uh, eternity and such. Um, and uh, the Luxon, I believe they, they refer to it as. And um, they themselves are not great. But neither is the empire. In that in that yeah, place, no, it's both, morally both dubli- dubious. Really, yeah. Um. They just happen to be in conflict with each other, and the party starts out in the empire. Exactly. Um. So they're looked at as evil for a long while, and then they're. Of course, blowing up towers in the middle of a city is not a great look. It's not a great look. Um. Uh, but they have their reasons and such. But it's not necessarily morally right. You know. They again. Both sides have their 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 uh their bad eggs, I guess. Um, but so do the ones in Faerun, the ones in Eberron. Like they they all are like this, and it's even expressly stated. Yeah. And this is this is the Sword Coast Adventurer's Guide. It's a small book that I don't know how many people picked up. Um, but it has a few different uh, backgrounds and such, and it's it's nice to have for. Faerun, if you really want to know more about Faerun. Because um, there's totally not enough information on fucking Faerun, is there? <laughs> no, no, not at all. Obviously. Never shut the fuck up about Faerun. <laughs> but this is the this is the up-to-date version, obviously, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, and they have things for orcs here, too. Like, I... Let's see if I can find... For half-orcs... Aversion... Uh... Literally, blood will tell, half-orcs ultimately owe their plight to the deity Grumsh, the creator of the orcs. First line. Second Uh, line. Turns out they're black people. Right. right. (laughs) Legend has it that when Grumsh discovered all territories of the world had been claimed by other races, he swore the orcs would avenge themselves by taking what they wanted by force. The great orc hordes continue to do just that today, appearing periodically from out of the wilderness to raid and scavenge. Uh, Some call them Waz. Remind me later, uh, Alejo, I have a point uh, to make to you about Waz. Okay, sure. Mm. Uh, so, I, it, as I continue to look at this, it's just, it like, they... Let me see if they say anything about, like, half-orcs also decide who they are, because they did that for Drow. Yep. Um, 
seen as off-putting and intimidating by other people, which is both a blessing and a curse. Targets of discrimination or outright attacks from those who feel threatened by them. Prejudice against the race makes half-orcs slow to trust, even those who show them courtesy, because they all have stories of when they were tricked by such behavior. Uh, they're like half-orcs. They usually find themselves defined by others in terms of their usefulness as heavy laborers and soldiers. It is rare and for and fortunate you who are judged by their character and their deeds rather than their ancestry. Um, so it's it's still it's still pretty like it's still a thing. <laughs> I don't know. Like I I don't How is that not relatable? Because quite clearly in this point they have, it says, We will continue that approach in future books, portraying all the peoples of D&D in relatable ways and making it clear that they are as free as humans to decide who they are and what they do. How is that not the case already? But I, I counter that point sure. with big noses, oh, okay. dreads, and big lips. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Mm. All right. Racism. Gotcha. Yes. They, honestly, all these things really, like all the all the complaints, right. they really seem like now that we've actually now that you've actually dove into the books and mm, the actual the canon mm. way that the creators have described these races, it really seems like they're coming from people who literally just look at a picture and say, "Oh, that looks racist to me." Right. Like that. Mm. That is. And that's it. That's it. That's all that I can tell. <sighs> Unfortunately, as well, because of that, because of this vocal, I assume it's a minority. I don't know. I, I don't know how many people this has affected, but I, many, many people I have, that I have seen who have been playing D&D are like, this is silly. Like, why, yeah. why are you doing uh, this? The only people I've seen actually complaining about uh orcs portrayal in D 5e have been the people with twitter profiles that look exactly like how you'd expect them to mm -hmm. no yeah. exactly and and so unfortunately and the second point says they're going to reprint a bunch of books to fix very a variety of things including errors in judgment uh mm. in recent reprintings of tomb of annihilation and curse of Strahd, for example we've changed the text that was racially insensitive and this is a point for uh curse of Strahd, at least because they they say the vishanti um mm. or sorry i don't think that's Vistani. Vistani, thank you um the i don't know why i keep pronouncing it that way but um that's how we pronounced it in our campaign i know yeah and i just it just <laughs> i never pronounced it right anyway so the vistani um, they are portrayed as gypsy-like, right? And apparently portray portraying people that are gypsy-like is just bad, right? Uh, it's that they had some negative stereotypes of Romani culture, um, which, psh, no, I don't, th I don't remember them having 
anything like that in our campaign. I would, because like it's because they were just another people. Yeah, they they right? they were a people that were wandering and had been oppressed by like people around them. Yep. Yeah. But one of the things they were that driven you could out do in the campaign was that you could help them. Yes, that is legitimately something that you can do in Curse of Strahd. Like, or at least in in the campaign that we played for Expedition, because I haven't read Curse of Strahd itself. Um, but Expedition to Castle Ravenloft was the 3.5 version that came before. And in that, um, one of the, uh, the, the, the fortune teller, who I don't remember her name, it's Madam Something, um... Yeah. She is part of the, uh, and I have to look at this every time now, Vistani, she is part of them, um, and if you are, like, helpful to them, then she helps you, like, figure out how to defeat Strahd, right? Like, mm. they they themselves are, uh, uh, unfortunately cast out by the, the, the culture that is, uh, in Barovia, just because of their the unfortunate like viewpoint that they have on them, and I why I mean, do the people dislike them again? I I can't remember honestly. I would have to look at it again, and this might be a point for the this this portrayal, or it could be against it. I don't know. Somebody else with more knowledge will have to enlighten us about this because I can't remember it. And if this, if it is because they are just looked upon as untrustworthy or all that kind of stuff, then then then, fuck off. (laughs) Like, yeah, I. It's unfortunate that that is the way that it is, right? Um, but I, I don't know. Like, could you? I, I would make the argument that you could replace that with a group of goblins, right? Like, Mm -hmm. you could just replace it with. A group of, I don't know, humans, just regular humans. Like you, if like they don't have to be called something. If your biggest justification for why a, why a race or oh. a group of people needs to be fixed in an edition of D and D, is because they are downtrodden, then bud, like you need to find something better to do with your time go complain about syrup bottles exactly like it like even humans among other humans are downtrodden like there's yeah like and they are human themselves yes but like i'm just saying in general for D &D, like i assume there are many races that like all the races all the humans aren't even under one race they're all different races right they are not a monolith (laughs) they're not it's it's literally I can even look to see in the fucking Sword Coast Adventures guide right here. Um, races of the realm. Uh, buh, 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 buh. Let's see if they have. They do human ethnicities in Faerun. Mm. There are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, uh, ten. There are ten of them, and uh, they all. Let's see. They all have different languages, and, like, I... Some of them were cavorting with demons, some of them were, like... They're all going to be different, and I assume that some of them are going to look down upon others, right? Like, and they're going to 
I don't know, oppress them mm. or something. Like be like it's not it's not just one race. <laughs> if if your biggest justification to is for oh the Vistanti are horrible racist caricatures of Romani people because the Vistani um may steal from the party, right? Right. What reason have the Vistani to trust the party? Exactly. What reason have the Vistani to assume that the party is not another group of shit heels who are looking to probably try to rip them off? Why shouldn't they try to feed their families? It's it's like and I I understand if you're just like uh like maybe everybody should be nicer to each other. Well then fucking yeah, it's not that's not how the world is. Yeah. Everyone should be nicer to each other. I agree. <laughs> but that's it's kind of be, like getting a relationship between people and building trust and like actually I don't know, interacting with them in a meaningful way. No. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> right? It's it's I like I and having looked into the Tomb of Annihilation from what little I got from a stream, uh, not a stream, a, a series that I watched, um, mm. that was a stream. But uh, I I don't know what the fuck they're reprinting in that. I I don't know, man. There's just a bunch of people in a city that like race dinosaurs sometimes. Ooh, that's, that's cool. A, it's pretty cool, actually. Yeah. Um, I I don't know what it is that's a problem there, but somebody please enlighten me what the problem is because I can't see it. Um, okay. Uh, let's see. So the next point here. Uh, well, let me finish this point off here first. Uh, those reprints have already been printed and we will be, will be available in the months ahead. Great, you're going to remove everything. Cool. Uh, we will continue this process reviewing each book as it comes up for a reprint and fixing such errors where they are present. So they're just going to go through and do this for everything. Yeah, cool. of course. Um, later this year, <clears throat> we will release a product, not yet announced, that offers a way for a player to customize their character's origin, including the option to change the ability score increases that come from being an elf, a dwarf, or one of D&D's many other playable folk. This option emphasizes that each person in the game is an individual with ca- capabilities all their own. We've <laughs> <When> already... <laughs> When you did that, when you like burped there yeah. and just like it just sounded like you were starting to put on a voice for him. <laughs> um, we've already gone over this, right? Yes, it's because it's just really if you if you absolutely have to do this, just talk to your DM. Yeah, exactly. Like you can already do this. Yeah, you don't, you don't need a rule book to tell you, hey, my orc grew up in a human city. Can he be a bit smarter? Sure. Exactly. We we went over this with um with gender before, right? Like, yeah. With the pronouns and stuff in in uh in the player's handbook, it going like it doesn't matter what they are, they can refer to themselves as whatever. It's like yeah, you don't like, need fucking... the book to <laughs> tell was, you that. I was actually looking up earlier that uh, quote about. Um, for later on when we talk about the the geek girl con or something, yeah, and they talk about how D and D is uh not supposed to be just for guys, and it's like it never was. It never and was. Throwback yeah. to the nineteen eighty nine mm-hmm. 
book of D&D second edition mm-hmm. yeah. uh, where it says centuries of use have neutered the male pronoun. We hope that by the use of the word he in our book, it is not meant to – oh, fuck, hold on. Yeah, it was never meant to denote like specifically maleness or mm-hmm. the exclusivity of yes. femininity. It exactly. was just used as a word to – It got the point across. Yeah, just to basically just complete a sentence properly. Like, uh, here it is. Uh, The male pronoun, he, him, his, is used exclusively throughout the second edition of the AD&D game rules. We hope this won't be construed by anyone to be an attempt to exclude females from the game or imply their exclusion. Centuries of use have neutered the male pronoun. In written material, it is clear, concise, and familiar. Nothing else is. Exactly. Like, even back in fucking second edition, it's when always... When was second ba- edition released? Oh. Uh, 1989. Yeah, 89. There Bam. you go. Back in 89, like, I I don't care what Gygax did most of the time. He made a he made a thing that became a bigger thing, right? Like, great. Good. Gygax, actually, in first edition, did have maximum strength scores for female be lower than male. It's true. Um, mm. it, was, it was because he had a lot more realism, quote-unquote, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, there's, there's a quote that says, As for the actual difference between males and females, <laughs> I am quite comfortable with the limits I placed in the book. Unless steroids are taken into account, males have some 30% more muscle mass. Mm-hmm. Uh, I-I-R-R, I don't know what that is. I think maybe if I recall correctly. Yeah, that's, that. Sh- that should be a C um and they are taller and heavier than females all of that matters in combat yes yeah exactly and like i understand okay so i understand equality (laughs) let's i'm gonna go here for a second but you cannot deny that there are physical characteristics because of genetics yes that are present between males phenotype yes males Mm. and females right like and there are exceptions absolutely for those of you who have not heard of the boy of sorry of the um the birds and the bees Mm -hmm. boys are different than girls it's true Mm. um and so boys say fuck a lot more usually they do on their Um, podcasts specifically (laughs) 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 um which we haven't been doing so much, actually, I've noticed. Because we're... Fuck! <laughs> it's mostly because we're not getting fucking riled up. Yeah, um, right? Anyway. Uh, so... So, like, I'm not... And I'm, I'm not saying that there are, like, women can't do something better, right? Oh, that's, not, that's not what's being said. It's just that there is genetic and scientific evidence there there's a hilarious bit about it was some guy uh Mm -hmm. was talking about how he's like oh a a woman could never fight in combat uh and he's like a sword weighs like six to ten pounds a woman would never be able to swing that (laughs) oh i think i remember that (laughs) yeah and everyone's like dude a sword weighs two to three pounds are you kidding me yeah a woman can fight in combat dude hell yeah yeah, exactly hell yeah everyone have you never heard of repulse to leo ness come on (laughs) yeah exactly dude um no legitimately like it's 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 
insane to think that there isn't a precedent there, right? Yeah. And, like, again, yes, fucking, there's a lot of women who can do things way better than men, or equally as such. Mm-hmm. Like, I am fucking weak. I I am fuck I am so weak. I can barely do ten push ups without hurting. Right? Yeah, man. Like, it, oh. Man, when yeah, I do I'm dishes, bad. my back really hurts. Yeah, dude, when I stand for too long, <laughs> it's bad. Um <laughs> I there I am not healthy. Um, <laughs> so. I remember I remember one time uh moving boxes yeah. uh with a friend of mine and I was like just like I wanted to set up a chain because we were unloading boxes from mm-hmm. uh, a truck to a house. Mm-hmm. Mm. And I was just like throwing the boxes to him because like there was nothing inside it that was going to break or anything. And I'm like, come on, let's get this done. Mm-hmm. And I throw a box of, I, th- I think it was like sweaters and stuff in it. It was not a heavy, the box maybe weighed like 15 pounds. Sure. Mm. And I just like I tossed it to him. I grab the next one, and I look as like in time as he grabs the box, and then it just like drops out of his hands. He's like, "That's fucking heavy." I'm like, "It's <laughs> really? It's sweaters." <laughs> yeah, no, dude. That's me. there are people. <laughs> the other thing that happens with me is like when I'm working at the grocery store, and they're like, "Oh, these bags are heavy." No, it's not. No, no it's, it's like not. a gallon of you're, milk. That's it. I'm like. Yeah, yeah, you're just yeah, like you're, just... you're weak, and your bloodline is weak. <laughs> <laughs> so, so like, ah, it's a it's a thing. Yeah, it's yeah. a thing. And so, like, I don't know. It's just, I. Ugh. No matter how much you don't want it to be a thing, it's a thing. But again, but like, women are perfectly capable in combat. I absolutely can't believe I have to fucking say this, right? Uh. But I can't deny the fact that a lot of women that I fought in when I took karate, mm-hmm. uh, I had the advantage of typically longer arms, yes. longer sure. legs, sure. more mass to throw around. Yes. Like weight classes are a thing in That's... wrestling mm-hmm. for yep. a reason. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because it's the Godzilla versus Gamera thing. Godzilla okay, yeah. weighs 10,000 tons. Mm-hmm. Godzilla weighs 90,000 tons. Yep. So. It's insane. Uh, it, have it's, fun. It's like, <laughs> I. it's just. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Um, I forgot what my original point was, I'll be honest. Fuck me. It you went... initially had mentioned uh, gender, and then I went on a tangent talking about how diversity is not meant to be implied in Dungeons & Dragons. Yeah. Alright, sorry. It was... Exclusivity is not meant to be Thank implied. You. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, it's, yeah. You're going to say, Diversity, wait. Diversity is not implied in Dungeons & Dragons. In fact, it's explicitly stated. Exactly. Yes. yes. Absolutely. And but uh, like we, we're going on, you were going on about how Gary Gygax had lower stats for females, right? Strength stats for yes. females. Sorry, men. yeah. And then after that, they were like, "Fucking, it doesn't." We're just saying he, it doesn't matter. And like at this point, it doesn't matter at all. It never. Yeah, did, and how really. we were going on about how that makes sense. Yeah, and that's fine. And like, and this, and at this point, it's fine. You're male or female, doesn't matter. You can have the same stats. 
I don't. Yeah, care. yeah I I personally prefer having male and female yeah, at the same stack. Absolutely, it it, it yeah. I I think it's much better, and I'm glad they they amended it, and they've amended a lot since fucking first edition. Yeah. Right. Like. Anyway. Yeah. So, playable folk. Blah blah blah. Okay. Curse of Strahd <clears throat> included people known as Vistani and featured the Vistani hero in Esmeralda. Uh, sorry. Yeah, no, that's right. Anyway, regrettably, their depiction echoes some stereotypes associated with the Romani people in the real world. To rectify that, we've not only made changes to Curse of Strahd, but in two upcoming books, we will also show, working with a Romani consultant, the Vistani, in a way that doesn't rely on reductive tropes. Okay. I would love if they actually mentioned what tropes they actually made. I would I would very much like the context, yes, because I do not know it. But if there is and if you so this implies that they intended for this. Mm-hmm. Right? Is that is that not fucked up that because they're like oh shit well now we have to get a a romani consultant in order to change this because this was what was intended from the beginning Mm. it's a little fucked up it's a little fucked i don't i don't know about that Mm. i i would have to ask whoever wrote the original story right the idea of vistani as sympathetic Yeah, yeah no i i i am super for like helping the downtrodden because then, like, it's super rewarding because, one, they were downtrodden and, like, once you help them out, then they're just like, fuck, you're pretty cool. You can hang out with us anytime. It's yeah. like, yeah, dude, sick, right? But also, like, I, I don't know. It, it just, and in, in this, in the, the game specifically, it provides you with information you otherwise wouldn't get, right? Like, mm. and a powerful-ish ally. Actually, no, she's she's pretty powerful. Anyway. Um, so, next point. <clears throat> We've received valuable insights from sensitivity readers <laughs> on two of our recent books. We are incorporating Ugh, sensitivity debatable. readers into our creative process. And we will Is it continue... even worth debating? <laughs> <sighs> we will continue to reach out to experts in various fields to help us identify <laughs> our blind spots. Don't you ignore me. Like, <laughs> <laughs> what... Yeah, like who who are these experts and what do they do? I like how they don't cite their so they don't cite their sources. I here. like I like what like they they don't tell you what the expert is an expert in. Like mm-hmm. just they're just very broad. Experts. They could yeah. just not be doing that. They are right? influencers, right? It oh, could, ugh. it's fucking like I like I. I am fine with you making things more sensitive, but at the same time, what what needs to be made more sensitive, mm. right? Like, everything that we've covered so far, any of that shit you can change, for better or worse, in your own game, Yeah. right? Like, you can do whatever the fuck you want in D&D. Whatever the fuck you want. Whatever story you want, and I will cite the DMG. Oh! The Dungeon Master's Guide. The Guide itself. of Dungeon Masters. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> this is on page four of the Dungeon uh-huh. Master's Guide. Did yeah. you not make it this far? I don't know. Um, Probably not. <laughs> I did. <clears throat> <clears throat> 
I'll just read two paragraphs. <laughs> okay, that looks hilarious. <laughs> what? Sorry. Oh. <laughs> just, uh, I'll tell you later. <laughs> okay. How to use this book. Mm, this book is organized into three parts. The first part helps you decide what kind of campaign you'd like to run. The second part helps you create the adventures, the stories that will com compose the campaign and keep the players entertained from one game session to the next. The last part helps you adjudicate the rules of the game and modify them to suit the style of your campaign. Mm. Part 1 Master of Worlds. Every DM is the creator of his or her own campaign world. Whether you invent a world, adapt a world from a favorite movie or novel, or use a published setting for the D&D game, you make that world your own over the course of a campaign. Even before uh, that, you make it your own. I want to run a campaign set mm -hmm. in the world of Georgia the Jungle. Okay. I want extra <laughs> racism. Okay. <laughs> Let's do it. Um, like, like it, it is quite clearly here in one of the core books. The, the core book, like, pretty much. Well, I would say the PHB it, is the the core book. You you don't need this, right? You don't. Yeah, need that's the true. I, I, you know what? I'm that's right. I'm yeah. I'm thinking of like the Cthulhu uh, Keeper Guide. Yeah, you yeah, can no, run that, a whole game out of the Keeper's Guide. That you need, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But this, you yeah. don't. It, it's a bunch of suggestions. It's it even one of says, the three Holy Trinity of it D and D. It, it even says mm -hmm. this helps you. It doesn't tell you. It helps you. Yeah. Right, they use specific wording here to let yeah. you know that this is a useful guide. Yeah, because they, it's a guide. <laughs> yeah, like all throughout the whole DMG and most of the DMGs in pretty much not only D and D, pretty much any TTRPG yeah. will tell you these are suggestions. Yeah, run it how you want. Yeah. This is your game to run however you want. If you don't want it to be in there, don't have it in there. It's and hell, that's one of the things that is pointed out explicitly in the Call of Cthulhu Keeper's Handbook, mm -hmm. where it talks about the racism of the 20s, because the 20s is like the the, the typical standard. setting for Call of Cthulhu. Yeah. It has this whole setting, or this whole paragraph, like multiple paragraphs on the racism of the time and how it can be very upsetting to players. And if you don't want to have that, don't have that. Exactly. Talk like, to your players. Do you want it? No? Okay. Don't choose how you want to run the game. Exactly. Like, it, it, it is heavily, like, I, I right, stated because this doesn't have, it doesn't have that, it has that, the, the, um, I guess the, the, the trope is there of, like, orcs bad because usually in most fantasy, orcs orc bad. bad, right? Yeah. But it's not, it's not. Orc is black so bad, mm. right? Mm. Like, that that's not what it's saying. It's just saying that this race is more tended to evil, unfortunately. But yeah. there are those who rise above it, as is stated in Drow's, as orcs become, like, they have half-orcs, but they also have the savagery, so they have to fight that. Like, and hell, even when they're talking about how orcs are predispositioned to violence, yeah. they don't even say orcs are predispositioned to violence because they're orcs. They no, say it's because of Grumsh. Because of Grumsh. Yeah, exactly. Like, so it's not even them. It's, it's their god. Exactly. Like, there that whole element of the deity is just missing from these arguments. I don't like. 
fucking take it up with God, dude. <laughs> like, yeah, right? right? Hell, like, you know what would be a really interesting campaign, actually, now that uh, I think about it? It would be a really interesting campaign where the entire party is orcs or half-orcs, mm -hmm. and they're like, man, I grew up being an asshole, but I'm now a nice guy. I don't sure. want everybody else to be an asshole. Let's go kill Groomsh and free the orc race from his from his like violent yeah. tendencies. Yeah, yeah, sure. And that way we can become better people. Yeah. That would actually we'll be, be more super accepted. cool. Yeah. It and again, that that takes the racism that's there against them. Yeah. And you use it to grow. You use to you go against it. You're like, nah, fuck it. I don't want I don't want this shit anymore. Yeah, I want to help wanna my people. I don't want to be a bad. No, I don't want to be looked at as a bad. I want everybody to look at me as a good dude. Yeah, green right? like, usually means good, but yeah. not in my case, and I don't like that. Exactly. Like, and then it becomes a race thing, but it's not because they're black people. <laughs> yeah, it's because they're green people. Yeah, exactly. It's totally different. And then um, you can get the goblins on your side, and they like make you all your cool shit. Yeah, dude, absolutely. You get, oh. you get the goblins, the trolls. Mm -hmm. You get the the gathered yeah. boys. Yeah, goblins, and you make we a wall. Bug bears. Yeah, all over Groomsh. against Groomsh. <laughs> and then you got fucking Gork and Mork at your back. Oh, hell, hell yeah! yeah. <laughs> I'm into it. I'm into it. <laughs> That'd be super uh, good. A D and D campaign wherein you slay the D&D gods and replace them with the Warhammer ones. <laughs> that would be Super sweet. cool. <laughs> anyway, so... Replace all the, all the, the thing gods with great hard <laughs> Exactly, dude. Sorry. Like, no, I can never it, help it. Absolutely, it's fine. Um, So... <laughs> thank you, sensitivity readers. Really helpful. Yay. Thank you. Last point. Uh, we're proactively seeking new, diverse talent to join our staff and our pool of freelance writers and artists. We've brought in contributors who reflect the beautiful diversity of the D&D community to work on books coming out in 2021. We're going to invest even more in this approach and add a broad range of new voices to join the chorus of D&D storytelling. That's fine. I can, right. I, can in, I can interpret that already, actually. Yeah. Uh, us, we brand exactly and looking forward to your continued giving of us money so we hired off like five extra people so that 50 extra people would buy our books exactly yeah. hey, look at me it is brand i am relatable mm -hmm. i am now speaking out about racism because it is popular exactly silence brand <laughs> exactly like legitimately on the surface yeah good but if you think about it, it's just Brand says we did bad when they didn't do that bad, but they want to look good. So yeah. they go it's and they it's virtue signaling. It is. It is yeah. just virtue sig signaling. And it sucks mm -hmm. because like, I, like, OK, great. I, I never I never thought that you guys had any like I never thought that there were not that many diverse people in your workforce. I, I've seen I've seen Jeremy Crawford, who is a white guy, I guess, and like one other guy I think who is also white. I've not yeah, seen your whole team, and I don't care to. <laughs> like I, I don't care. Wow. That sounds racist. Yeah, I know. Well, I, that's the thing. I don't give a fuck what race they are. If they're making good content, then I'll fucking buy it. Yeah, it doesn't matter. 
It doesn't matter who's behind the pen. It does not matter. If the matter. pen is creating useful or cool shit, exactly. then I'll like, buy it. I... And then I'll, like, systematically change all the shit exactly, that I don't yeah. think about it. Fuck it. Who cares? Have I ever told you guys about the big to-do in Cyberpunk 2077? Oh, I'd love uh, to know. With racism? No. And the fact that one of the street games, street gangs is called the Animals, <laughs> and they're Haitians. Okay. And uh -huh. they're like, Cyberpunk 2077 is racist, we need to cancel it. And Mike Pondsmith the lead developer of the game mm -hmm. is black. Oh! <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, it, it, it's so, it's just like, I, uh, I hate, I hate this PC culture that is just, yep. just becoming so, like, it, it does not want to stop at any point. It just wants to keep going and going and going and going until oh. everything is bland. Here we go. In the E3 demo, the animals are a gang who operate in a slum area of Night sure. City and appear to be primarily composed of people of color. Uh -uh. Pondsmith responded, if I wasn't heavily involved, I would be able to get more done. As it is, I barely have a life. As for the animals, the whole freaking point is that they think of themselves as powerful, dangerous, wild animals. Mm -hmm. You would have thought the lady named Sasquatch would have given them a clue. Uh, Pondsmith wrote, the original Voodoo Boys were a scathing commentary on cultural appropriation. I love the idea that real predict, uh, practitioners of Voodoo moved in and took back their turf, and mm -hmm. they even got the Creole right. Who the, uh, redacted, do you <laughs> think you are to tell Fuck. me whether or not my creation was done right or not? Exactly. Mm -hmm. it, it's, it's so, it's like... This, and I'll read the very end here, and we will continue to listen to you all. We created 5th edition in conversa uh, conversation with the D&D community. It's a conversation that continues to this day. That's at the heart of our work. Listening to the community, learning what brings you joy, and doing everything we can to provide it in every one of our books. This part of our work will never end. We know that every day someone finds the courage to voice their truth, and we're here to listen. We are eternally grateful for the ongoing dialogue with the D&D community, and we look forward to continuing to improve D&D for generations to come. Great. Cool. Again, like, it's crazy. It's... Ugh. Yeah. Give me just a second. Okay. So, Boo. Uh-huh. How do you feel being a practitioner of a racist game? Mm. Uh, which which game are you talking about? The devil <laughs> one or? Oh no, I just meant devil. Uh, sorry, um, Dungeons and Dragons in general. Oh well, I, I feel disgusted okay. with myself. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, okay. And and the other thing is that um, unfortunately for social justice warriors, mm -hmm. as was proven definitively by south park mm -hmm. pc doesn't stand for politically correct oh stands for pussy crusher oh so i there see you go. so okay. so every time you say that you're for a pc society well there you go <laughs> so am i so yeah, i am hey. also for that so like so i like th this again i I'm glad, like, I am glad that, um, there is a movement to help against racism, uh, 
that is going on across the world. Great. Mm. Oh, Good. Yes. Uh-huh. I just wanted to apologize to you personally that okay. I have been such a racist by daring uh-huh. to play Dungeons and Dragons. Mm. Oh, uh, yeah. With that's, it, with its you know with its racist caricatures and, Right. Uh, you know, that's 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 on me, man. Right. Yeah, no. Which which one's Hispanic? I don't remember. <laughs> and the thing is, like I'm I'm basically I, I'm sorry, uh-huh. uh sneaky Adolf. Uh-huh. I'm very sorry, but I am super Hitler. Oh okay. because oh. I've played and ran Call of Cthulhu. It's true. Not oh. only do I like mm-hmm. this inherently racist game, Dungeons and Dragons, for mm-hmm. having people be different. <laughs> right. I have played a game that actually has actual racism in it. <laughs> oh. And, whew, man. Hell. Su- literally super Hitler. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, so so my point my point is, right, yes. I am glad that there's a movement going on that is against racism. Great. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Fucking that that part of like finds the courage to voice their truth. I hope that's what they're referring to, stuff like that. Right? Mm-hmm. But again, the way that they have put this is such virtue signaling yeah. that it just doesn't it doesn't fill me with anything more than hello i am brand like me yeah right like i and again i don't care yeah it's the product like just because a minority of people that are vocal that are like this is racist because i hate it right like just just yeah. those people that are doing this like you're just bowing down to them and you're going all right We'll change it for everyone when the yeah. majority are just like, when the fuck was this racist? Yeah, right. When the fuck, like, what, like, I don't understand what's, why, why are we attributing something that is like a fantasy element that is there for us to learn from and grow from and like just play out in the game? Like, is it bad to have something that is an evil that you can fight to yes. promote good? Yes. Right? Like everyone should just be good all the time. Right, exactly. Like I I I I'll harken back to Lord of the Rings, right? Mm-hmm. The the orcs in that are just fucking orcs. They're just made from they they are elves that were corrupted, I believe. Yes. Yeah, I think so. And then the Urukai are just like creations of fucking magic. Holy fuck. The, right? the Urukai were men. They Oh, they oh were men. is that was the difference? Okay. Mm-hmm. I didn't, I know didn't that. actually know that. Here. Okay. okay. Interesting. Um. Oh. Oh. I see. <laughs> so can Orakai not be women? <laughs> no. <laughs> right. But, like, I it, well, they breed asexually, so technically they're gender fluid. Oh my god. Oh. Right, okay. Like, that makes it better. That makes it. That makes it more. Okay. More. More okay. Uh, um. Ooh, you fucking transphobe. <laughs> <laughs> like. And but you're telling me that an elf can't become an urukai? <laughs> Fuck you! Yeah. Fuck yeah, you! I am telling you that that urukai <laughs> could have been descended from anybody. Oh. <laughs> it could have been a halfling. You don't know. <laughs> like yeah, uh, according to sixth edition, uh, yeah. it right. can all be the same. Yeah, I, it's not even going to be sixth. Jesus. It's five point five, dude. Mm. Like they are just amending fifth edition with this shit, right? Like, yep. I, and again, so going going to fucking Lord of the Rings, it's just like the orcs were just fucking bad, 
They were just yeah. bad. Oh no. Sauron was just a bad guy. Yep. Remember when he, he was an elf? Armor. Wow. Like Wait, what? I think I think that's well, at least that's no, the No, he wasn't. That was I'm oh, sorry. He made himself look like an elf to deceive people, I think. That's yes. the thing. Yes. Yeah. Sorry. So remember when he was a necromancer? Wow, bad. It's like like yeah, okay, he's a, he uses the dead and he kind of makes these people like he literally creates a whole thing to kill everyone. Yep. I'm sorry, is that like that bad? We get rid of that, right? Like why why would there be good and evil in D&D? in this new new interpretation why the fuck yeah. is there good and evil when everybody everybody there's nothing to there's nothing to make them at odds hey wait a minute does this mean that i could play like a neutral good skeleton <laughs> yeah dude yeah. fuck it you've why always not? been able to <laughs> wait really yeah oh i didn't know that <laughs> I guess I never really thought of playing like a well. I mean, because you can play someone who's like a vampire thrall or something like that. Sure. You know, the the human, the more human looking undead. I never really thought to play like a full on like undead, undead. You know, it, it's like I just like if there's no difference at all, why would there be any conflict? Yeah, if ev- mm. like I don't, I'm. Cultures. Well, to be fair, I don't think the orcs raid and pillage uh, other villages because other villages have higher whiz scores. No, and I understand that. But at the same time, like, why would they need to when they can just be they can just that be their person? own society now? Well, no, no, they can just be that society. Oh, well, I mean, yeah. they can just be the exact same society. Yeah, and just integrate. Yeah, there's no reason for them to pillage if they can just integrate. Because what's different about them? Wait, fourth degree burns are a thing. (laughs) Oh, I didn't know that. I thought it went to third degree, uh, degree, and that was, and that was it. Yeah, it's based on uh, fourth degree bones is burning the muscle. Oh, Oh. didn't know that. Um, Anyway, (laughs) (laughs) that's fucking uh, random. Um, I'm reading a book. Shut up. (laughs) Fine. Um, I'm listening so, though. Don't worry. Yeah, yeah, look up, yeah, yeah. Look up trypophobia. I already know what trypophobia is. Um. So, so again, like, I, I don't see why there would be conflict unless you. So, you, if if they are doing this and they want to make it as sensitive as possible, then everyone is the same exact culture. Everyone's the same exact like everything. Like, there's no reason for them to be at odds. Mm. So then. It's just them against monsters, I guess? Uh, I guess. But a lot of the monsters, like goblins, bugbears, hobgoblins, orcs, those monsters aren't monsters anymore. They're just a race now that is the same. So they're out. Um, The drow are out. Why can't the mind flayers be out? Why can't everything be out? Why, Why are beholders now looked at as just a monster and not intelligent enough to choose their own path why then um it's time we finally accept that the Cybriax is <laughs> a representation of caricatures of beardy boys in the basement <laughs> and yeah. 
until <laughs> they become a playable race right. and have absolutely no stat differences to right. every other race, yeah. I will not be satisfied. Exactly. I know that I in that I too look and probably smell like a Cibriax at all times. <laughs> So, like, this is (laughs) no. This is this is not this is not a a exaggeration of this argument. This Mm. is just the natural progression. Yeah. Right. Like I. Well, well, no, it it somewhat is because race is what you are born with, whereas living like a Cibriax is a choice. So okay, fair. I I guess so. (laughs) But then why why not choose? Why can't they just choose to not do that then? Right. Like because to not, chaos to not be black, <laughs> right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right? Like, no, like that's what I'm. What I'm saying is like, what? How is a Cypriot made? Let's go with that. Uh, primordial. Yeah, I think they're like primordial. I honestly don't even know what it is. To be fair, uh, what the <laughs> fuck? Where, which book is it in? Uh, it's in uh Morden Canons. Okay. Uh, okay, hang on. That deals with the abyss. Okay. Yeah. It deals with the other planes. We, they needed more plane gotcha. shit in the, gotcha. in the new books. Oh, you got it? Okay. Morden. Uh, oh, Morden Canaan. Sibriax. Uh. Oh yeah, 137 in Morton Kynans. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. Right. Ooh. Okay, these things. Uh yeah, they're, they're they're bad. <laughs> right. Okay. Uh let's see. So it's not really going into I, anything about them. You gotta yeah, actually read the, the book. It they just kind of exist. Okay. So you can still have you can still have abyssal things, I guess. Yeah. They're just inherently evil. Yeah, wait a to minute. Be as old as the abyss itself, is like reacts is haunted. If they're inherently the evil, <laughs> isn't yeah. that bad? Isn't that a racist thing? Yeah, I mean, where, when do we, when, uh, when do you we know stop? What? Right, like that's my question. When do we stop with this? Where I don't is know, the line? Man. There can be no peace until genetic homogeneity is achieved. That's what I'm. That's I, what I'm saying. That's the Cypriax can accomplish this. That's, that's with so the fucking true. contamination shit. This or is the warp creature. I mean, right? This is this is this was my point, right? Like all of the monsters, where where is the line? Because if you just say they're all inherently evil, you're already you're using your own argument of like because these are looked. You're at shooting as, yourself in the foot. Yeah, you're you're because you're looking at the drow and the orc as inherently evil. Then if I'm looking at the fucking things from another world that are inherently evil and uh, that like xenophobia that's well, that's what i'm saying right like it, i like what the fuck so, wh- so that means we can't have um aberrations anymore nope can't have them yeah. literally anything um, that's different we can't have it anymore because that's already that's xenophobia already right yep. anything that is different Anything that is outside of where you are from and what you are used to, if you hate it, you are xenophobic. Exactly. Yeah. So, like, what, what, like, why are there monsters? Why is there a world? Why does anything exist? Why are there gods? Why did they make it this way? They should all be good. Why right? is Corellum the Rethian white? Exactly. Like, mm-hmm. it, it does not end, and it is ridiculous. 
Yep. I. <laughs> it's real dumb. It's it's just stupid. Oh, I actually like the five E artwork at the Sibri Axis a bit more than the three point. Uh, do I? <laughs> so I'm looking at the the three point the three point the third edition artwork mm-hmm. at the Sibri X versus the fifth edition. Fourth edition one sucks. Sure. Because of course it does. I could imagine it being a bad representation of it if it existed. Yes. So like so here's <laughs> the this is third. Mm-hmm. Well, that one's third. I like that one. This one's fourth. Okay. Was it just a floating meatball? Oh, it Kinda, is. Yeah. <laughs> oh wow. It's the flying spaghetti monster. Yeah, and really? then this is the fifth edition. I can't yeah. tell which one I prefer. The... Over the five and the three, I think I, I... Like, I like the fifth edition one because it reminds me of those YouTube videos where they drain cysts. <laughs> gross. I like it. Yeah, no, I I think the fifth was better, honestly. Yeah, it's just it, more gross. Yeah. Um. So anyway, that's that's the whole that's all of that that's the fucking all the things they're doing to D and D in the future. Yeah. That we get to look forward to, and if they yeah. don't do it. If they don't so, do it, then what the fuck? Like, what's the I point? I would like to take this opportunity right now to uh, publicly declare my intent on probably from now on just buying editions of Pathfinder. Honestly, yeah. Like, yeah, because D&D, Pathfinder don't Path- seem to be bitches about Path- this. No, Pathfinder Two E is already, in my opinion, better than Five E. Mm. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I will. I will agree with you on that. And having only played the one game and not reading too much into it, like I've it really enjoyed what it is. I've I've read a fair amount of the player's handbook and a little bit of the DMG. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, I I will continue, and I don't care if this is like, oh, you just you only like the older things. Well, yeah, because. They have more creative freedom yeah. in its yeah, own yeah. way, right? Like they. Oh, one... you don't like the kiddie pool. Exactly, <laughs> right? Like I, I would, I every fucking time now, I would much rather play three point five, or <laughs> I might even play fourth if it existed. Ooh, that's them's fighting words. Legitimately. I have those books, motherfucker. I know, but that I could run that shit. That's what I'm maybe. saying. But like, legitimately, <laughs> I think that we could make it more enjoyable because of what. And I would play fifth edition from what it is now. Yeah, but not, not what it's going to be. Homogenized nothing exactly. that it's becoming. And so I like. I hope. I hope that we are stressing this enough. That people understand the points that we're making. I really do. I don't, I don't know. We spent three hours talking about <laughs> this. I'm sure people by now know we're opposed. Uh, I know, but at the but same... we have said fuck a few times, it's so true. maybe the message has gotten blurred. <laughs> You're not gonna let that go, are you? <laughs> no. <laughs> <I> just... <laughs> just keep being an asshole about it. Jeez, yeah. <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> Because I had to go through that a long time ago. It's like, I don't like that you're swearing. I was like, sorry, man, again, people he, grow up. People again, change. He, he, he's not against it. He's just saying maybe a little less. And I understand. I, remember, I know. Yeah. I remember actually when I met, um, I, I hung out with a friend a while back and he mm-hmm. wanted me to meet his girlfriend. Uh-huh. His girlfriend was the daughter of a pastor. Oh no. And oh. She was not used to an environment where people swore at all. Oof. And he's like, hey, bud, just 
you know, you and I swear. And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, well, she's not really used to that. So I don't swear around her. I would appreciate it if you didn't either. And I'm like, she's your girlfriend, dude. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, like, and yeah. it, re- readdressing <laughs> like, that point. I will, I will do what I can, but man, if she no promises, like me, I don't really care. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah, like, I, I know, I know that this has been long, and like we've we've gone through it point point by point, like we do. Mm. Um, at the same time, though, I don't want it to be misconstrued. I guess. Um, mm. anything that we're saying, I hope that. The intention is clear, and mm-hmm. our our actual points are clear, right? Yes. Like racism I, bad. Yep. Diversity good. Yep. Having diversity represented by represented who? <laughs> uh, having diversity represented by mechanics also good. Yes. Homogeny but bad. I I I'll say it again. You don't need the book to tell you to do this. Yes. You really don't. Like, you can just run a game however you want. There is no need for you to look up at the big corporation of Wizards of the Coast Mm -hmm. and say, please allow me to play the game the way that I want to play it. That is ridiculous. I have no creative thought of my own. Be creative for me. And cannot do anything but run games raw. Exactly. That Mm. is absolute. (laughs) Damn it, Cody. Absolutely (laughs) ridiculous. Like, I. I I... fear change. Exactly, right? Like, fear racism. Tell me, tell me that it is good and tell me that it is right. Brand, tell me what morals I should have. (laughs) Exactly. It's, it's just, it, again, ridiculous. How will I Fucking know what stupid. to think or do if the brand does not tell me? It it's it's just it's so it's silly. It's fucking silly. Um You're silly. Thank, thank you. you, brand. Yeah, th- thank you, brand, for telling me how to be. <laughs> like it's so stupid. without brands telling us what to do, what to buy, what mm-hmm. to think. Do not mm-hmm. think. Be excited yeah, for be next excited product. For, for, Yes, consume product and be excited Thank for you. next product. What the yes. hell is this thing? <laughs> oh my god, that's hilarious looking. It's Red Letter Media. Yep. It's free real estate, that's what it is. Um so yeah, I think uh I think honestly that's that's where we'll stop. Because yeah. honestly that video, uh from what I saw of the first few seconds of it, like we've we've got over probably what it's got to say. Um we can go back to it at some point, I guess, um, yeah. if need be. But I think, honestly, just from this uh, this article, we've gone over everything yeah. that we need to say. Yeah! What have you it's done? It's weird! <laughs> Look at that thing! <laughs> you put it in chats that make it so I can't switch over to them. Because oh, sorry. Everything. <laughs> you guys keep doing this. <laughs> Well, we're about to end it anyways. That's fine. Yeah. Um, well, I can't show the lovely people. Without... It has nothing to do with the D&D. Oh, okay. Oh, wait, okay, well, where can I put it? Table but, talk? Yeah. Of course, because okay. that's what we're fucking in. That's that. The, the things. Okay. My bad. Well, I didn't want to post it and be like, oh, don't post that. Do you not want me to show people? I don't know.
Oh, that, it's posting right now. I'm just spent, doing it. Already spent a minute talking exactly. about it. No, that's it's true. What that thing? What the fuck is this? Hold on. <laughs> it's uh, really weird looking. Okay. Yeah, it's really weird. Uh huh. Right. <laughs> They're reptile people. Well, there you go. Uh, apparently. <laughs> Hello, President. Hello. Hello, <laughs> politicians. Say, it looks like a congressman. Mm. Mm. <laughs> um, all right. So I think that's where we're going to end it up for today. Thank you all for listening very mm. much. Because um, I know Including every single you, one. Listener specifically. You know yes. who I'm talking about. You. Yeah, exactly. Um, thank, thank you, you. again. For yes. tuning in and please continue to i hope uh and we all hope that you enjoy <laughs> and continue yes. to enjoy um there's a i love i love the fact that we get a boom of subscribers and the first thing that we decide to talk about is one of the things that you're never supposed to talk about <laughs> which is racism oh absolutely <laughs> right, right? <laughs> oh absolutely it it will it will divide the chaff from the uh i don't know Thank you. The wheat. Yeah, exactly. Reverse that shit. Thank you. The wheat from the shit. I don't fucking care. Um, (laughs) Yeah, no. (laughs) I'm starting to die. It's fine. Um, Anyway, so um, uh, I'm going to be doing this new thing for those of you who are continuing to listen. And uh, I know it's all of you. Thank you. Um, Those of you at the end here, uh, I'm going to start uh, having the the, uh, podcast and the... um, the actual campaign, which you should check out, uh, Devils and Dice. Um, that when they are uploaded, it will be a premiere, so it'll be a little live thing, so that people can ch- chat in a little live chat and watch it together oh. and comment together. And uh, maybe I will be in there. Maybe others will be in there. I don't know. Maybe. Oh. Um, just like a little live watch together party, basically, hmm. because YouTube allows that, and it's really cool. Hmm. Um, it's like one of the good things hey. that they did. <laughs> Now, now that we have over 100 subscribers, does that mean we can also get our own custom URL? We do have it. Um, it is based oh. entirely on the uh, channel name, which I couldn't put an and sign in. So it is Tabletalk. It is Tabletalk Discussion and Discourse. Okay. Fully. Um, that is the, and I'll have it in the description and everything. Um, and. Uh, yeah, so thank you again to everyone who subscribed to actually get us to this point. That's fucking cool. Uh, Welcome. Really, and yes, thank you, Boo, <laughs> for being the instigator of this. Uh, this eventuality that I knew was totally going to happen, obviously. Um, <laughs> um, but again, uh, I'll start doing premieres, and so things will premiere. Uh, this podcast will premiere on yeah. our YouTube channel first. Uh at uh, 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Fridays. Uh, and then again, it's not a premiere, but it will be on uh, audio streaming services uh, where you can get whatever podcast, Apple, fucking Google, fucking whatever you listen to things on, Spotify. Um, it will be on those on Mondays around 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time because some of them are a little fucky for some reason and they don't post for a while. Uh, it kind of sucks, but oh again, God. I I can't fucking I don't know the actual um, times that they post things on like Apple Podcasts because I know Spotify does it really quickly. But anyway, there's that, and then uh, the uh, sessions of Devils and Dice, our campaign that we've been doing, are going to be premiered on our YouTube channel uh, on uh, Wednesdays at 4 p.m. 
Eastern Standard Time. Mm. Uh, don't forget as well that you can follow the uh, Twitter that we have set up at uh, mm-hmm. Tabletalk D and D, where you can tweet at us about things. Please also, before I forget, four hundred subs, I'll subscribe. <laughs> we're already subscribed. Uh, we're already. We're, what? <laughs> Wait. <laughs> What do you mean? Well, I'm not subscribed to the YouTube channel. Oh, me fair. neither. Okay, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> and hence, hence saying uh, subscribe and not follow. Mm. I see, I see, I see. Um, but anyway, uh, so if you tweet at tabletalk dnd, um, it will be, we'll we'll see it because I will show mm. people because yes. I will get a notification about it because I run the thing. Um, yes. And sometimes I'm bad at running the thing. I apologize, but. Anyway, I don't have time sometimes, you know? Anyway, so um, if you do that, you can tweet us uh, suggestions. You can leave comments on our videos of suggestions. You can leave us an email of suggestions at uh, our email of tabletalkdnd at gmail.com. All of these links will be in the description, whether or not this is the the YouTube video or the audio podcast. and yeah, I mean that's everything for now. Um, anything uh, you guys wanna you wanna say at the end here? There were uh, there were two things actually. Sure. Uh, one, if you ever have any uh, reservations about the podcast's language, the the campaign has significantly less fucks thrown around. That is true. We give less fucks in the campaign. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and second of all. Be sure to support our sponsor, Raid Shadow Legend. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hey, man, it's the first one since I, we got a whole I, subscriber boom. So. That's true. I, I was going to say uh, we should mm-hmm. uh, start perhaps looking into sponsors such as, like, Manscaped and stuff like that. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> God damn it. Fuck those guys. Anyway. Or Harry's Razors Thank or something. You. Yep. Start telling people that their soap is bad. Right. Yeah. God. Oh, that's right. I remember that. God, um, I hate that. Yeah. It's I still get those all the time. Oh, I get them too, really and I annoying. hate it. It's really <laughs> fucking annoying. Anyway, um, anything else that you want to say, Aiden? Um, read your player's handbook. Of course. Yes. Um, having races be different from each other is okay. Mm-hmm. I know. The term race is scary. Um, <laughs> because if you if you come in last place, then you have lost. Yes. Mm-hmm, yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. True. Um, <laughs> but literally, dude, it's fine. Read the player's handbook with an mm-hmm. open mind mm-hmm. and you will find it is fine. And just wait. You'll get the blue shell. Don't worry. It's true. Yep. You will get you the will blue get shell it. one day. Mm-hmm. Or even a star, maybe. Who knows? Right? Or bullet bill. See, what you gotta do is you you save the star until you're just about to hit another item thing. Right, exactly. You use it, and then you get another one. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's crazy. Yeah, it's great. Um, Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks again for listening. Very much appreciate it. Hope you continue to, and we will Hmm. see you in the next one. Bye. 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 Bye.